With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Ahead of a great weekend. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk the biggest game so far in this NFL season. Cowboys at Eagles. 425 Eastern Sunday on Fox. Time for America's team to make a statement that will echo from sea to Mm. shining sea. (laughs) Time for the Cowboys to flex their firepower on the road against the team with the NFL's best record. I can't wait. It is time, Cowboys. And now it's time for me to tear this game apart with my, well, two of my favorite people. Two former star receivers who played for the Dallas Cowboys, Keyshawn Johnson and Michael Irvin. Keyshawn, yeah, you're known as a Cowboy. Oh, God, stop. Skip. (laughs) You keep trying to insist you're just trying to save Michael and me from our delusional Cowboy-loving selves. I I get that. So, please, break it down. Lay it on the line. Eagles favored by three at home. Who wins and what is the score? Well, the Eagles are going to win the football game. Like, I, I, no doubt. Yeah, in my, in, in my wow. humble opinion, the mm. Eagles win the game, 32-23. When have you ever had a humble opinion? I want to know. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, a humble I, opinion? Yeah. You yeah. have opinions. There are, there I don't are, know about the humble part. There are some people in the world that like yeah. me, Skip. Oh, I, I, I mean, everybody loves you. Know, everybody. It's, it's, it's except some Cowboy people, but I, I think when you look at it, this is a huge must-win game for the Dallas Cowboys there's no other way to even think about it, okay. okay? If you lose to the Philadelphia Eagles, now you have lost to the two best teams that you have yeah. played on your schedule thus far. And, and, and that's going to say a lot. The 49ers are now the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Jalen Hurts has got to play a phenomenal game, and he knows that. People like Michael Irvin are sitting around paying attention to the limp as he slows down from running. They're the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> paying attention <laughs> for those sort of things. You could call it a gate. I call it a limp. Most people know it as a limp versus a gate. So I, I think when you look at this situation defensively, we talk about Michael Parsons. He's got to have a huge dynamic game to slow things down. That way you don't get A.J. Brown going. Okay, if you can somehow make Jalen Hurts Recock with the football, look for other people. You have an opportunity to now get the defender in his face, which is Michael Parsons. I don't know that that's going to happen. I like Philadelphia's offensive line against the defensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. So when you say, hey, well, our defense is, is tops in this and that in the NFC, mm. as you would say, Skip, but you got to look at the teams that you play in the NFC. The two teams that you have actually played that were any 
good against you guys were the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. And we know what the numbers say. We know what the statistics say. So in the end, if you're going to win this game, 88 has to have a phenomenal big-time game. This isn't the Los Angeles Rams. He's going up against a secondary that has gotten better over the last couple weeks because of the additions. Then when you talk about running the football, all of a sudden – Pollard's got to become something and not just a guy that you thought he was. No more excuses, Skip, about, well, I think he's still injured a little bit. You can't. This game is too big on national television. Everybody's going to be watching. And if you lose this game, just like if you'd have lost the Chargers game, your season could hinge on this from a mental standpoint. Mm. Okay, right, score, so. score. Uh, 32-23. 32-23 well, says Keyshawn Cowboy hating. I mean, no, no, I'm, uh, no. Keyshawn no, Johnson says that. I can't. Michael but, but, Irvin. But it is interesting. Correct Scott, him. It is interesting. It, it, the whole pathology. And I'm, I, I tell people, don't just hear what people say when they talk. Listen to how they think when okay. they talk. And I find it very fascinating so the way I. he thinks. You know what I'm saying? Because, because. When the Cowboys winning games, it doesn't matter who they play. But when they lose games, oh, it matters who they play. Let me just say this. Let me say this, which I find fascinating here. Do y'all know Jalen Hurts is 9-0 against teams with winning records since 2022? Wow, that's scary. 9-0 with teams, against teams with winning records since 2022. That's phenomenal. Mm. That's phenomenal. Right now, Philly's averaging 31 points at home. Dallas is scoring 21 points on the road. Well, I gave him 32. I'm sure you studied and got right around that number. That's, that, that'd be smart. That's smart. That's smart. Now, my approach to this game is this. Did you see what happened last week in Dallas? When, when, when you, Dallas been averaging 21 points on the road, that's been without, without any play from anybody other than C.D. Lamb, basically. Now, last week, everybody came to the party. You see, Brandon Cook showed up at the party. We talked about Ferguson showed up at Mm -hmm. the party. Everybody's showing up at the party now. So what did Michael do? So I I got, because I did this on on our other show. We put both schedules up. And I put ones, win-loss, 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 wherever they go. And I had Philly winning this game prior to the breakout of this season. I had Philly winning this game, Dallas coming back winning the game at home. But circumstances, and I will give Kia play here, has played the role in, in, in changing all of this in the situation for Dallas. Now, Dallas does need, Dallas need to win this game. They must win this game. So things have changed. They have come in. But they also play different now. You're seeing outside guys starting to make plays. So I'm going to say... Dallas 28-24. Let me tell you where it come from now. Let me tell you where it come from. Get on out of here. I'm talking about Dallas 28-24. I'm going to take a touchdown away from the Philly because only A.B.'s been doing all the work. I'm going to give an extra touchdown to Dallas because they've included now the rest of the football team. That's the score that comes out 28-24. Dallas wins that game. Can you read? What that say? Yeah, I see right Can you read? Tell I me what they say. With an apostrophe say, ahead of the S. I don't right. know what the apostrophe is. Well, I just is put it in there. Yeah, yeah, he just got to keep talking about what happened last week. There was still what, passes. What, what's the point of Rams? Yeah. Wait, because you, you what, keep what? talking about how the offense arrived. The offense yeah. arrived against a team that ain't got nothing. Okay, but for three, three straight weeks, all I heard mm. from across the table was 
Those Rams are dangerous. You guys better be careful. You bet they're coming in. Right. Matthew Stafford, he's coming home. He's and, and you could you hear a losing streak right up in Halloween, here. You could hear Halloween, a losing Halloween streak. Halloween just passed, and they told you ghosts coming down your street. Uh. Did they come? No, they didn't. People was dressed up as it. So they was dressed up as football players, and y'all took advantage of it. Oh, my God. This oh, my God, Halloween what? Into this, yo, man. <laughs> Where they come from? I got to this talk, the, man. Your man is 71% <laughs> right now, Dak Prescott. Thank you. That's pretty exciting. I'm not, I'm not knocking Dak week. Prescott. I'm just telling you. What, what I like to do is, you know, Skip, I want y'all to relax, man. Mm. Y'all get too hype. You mm. win the game against the Chargers, you act like you won the damn Super Bowl. Michael did especially. You was running around in your drawers at home, oh, jumping up and down, I'm sure, Skip. And he was at the stadium going nuts. Yep. You beat the Rams. Now, all of a sudden, y'all on track to go back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want y'all to relax. I understand getting hyped. I understand. I have favorite teams, too. But because they win one or two games, mm-hmm. I'm not all of a sudden going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keyshawn, the point here is it's actually – Upside down. We're actually trying to save you from yourself because you're not seeing forest for okay. trees. You're not seeing what's happening because I believe that America is still sleeping on America's team. I still don't think most people see the firepower that we will flex on Sunday. We have found ourselves. This is a deep and talented and potent football team that can just flat out explode on people the way we went up to New York on opening Sunday night and exploded all over another division rival, the Giants, 40 to nothing. It's hard to beat a team 40 to nothing. Then you pick Bill Belichick because you said the Patriots are going to run it down our throats. And we exploded all over that team, 38 to 3. I don't care how, quote unquote, bad or mediocre they are. It's hard to beat somebody. 38 to 3. Not when they're bad, it's yeah. not. It's hard to beat the Rams 40 to 23, and we did that. You right. played against yeah. a right. backup right. most of the right. game okay. because the starter that's, got hurt. That's not true. We knocked him out of the game. Okay, here's the point. I'm going to reiterate my biggest point of this week. I don't love Dak Prescott in other big games outside of this division, but when he sees green, He goes into his comfort zone. When he sees green, he turns into the great Roger Staubach, who I still think is the greatest ever Cowboy quarterback, although you and I could argue about Troy Aikman. But those two guys are 1-2-2-1. But Dak turns into a combination of Roger and Troy when he sees green, when he sees Eagles. He is mm. eight and two lifetime mm. against the Eagles. He is three oh, and one lifetime. I like that. Three and one lifetime at finish, Philadelphia. Go and finish. furthermore, Go within this division, he preach is it. 28 and seven mm. as our starting quarterback mm. against the NFC East. Hallelujah. And would you believe against the East, he's thrown Hallelujah. 61 touchdowns what? to only 19 interceptions? That's your mouth. 61 to 19? Preach that word. Me? And here's what I would like to say. I know we have fixated all week on 88, the new 88. This is the 88 sitting right next to me. But we have fixated on 88. And I don't doubt that the Eagles, as we speak, are trying to figure out how to take 88 completely away because they're probably thinking that it's 88 or bust for Dak Prescott. I don't believe that because I think America is still sleeping on 87. I think 87 is the key to this game because he plays tight end. And his name is Jake Ferguson. And Keyshawn's saying, can you name anybody in the Rams secondary? 
Okay, I don't think America can name America's team's tied in, but his his name is Jake Ferguson. He's out of Wisconsin. And I want to quickly show you what he did to a now ex-Eagle, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, last year in this game at Philadelphia. Would you believe that with Cooper Rush at quarterback, Mm. we cut it to 20-17 to early in the fourth quarter? I want to show you the move that Jake Ferguson put on C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Check this out. This is a seven-yard touchdown. Tell me what happens here. C.J., C.J., whoops, whoops. This guy can run after catch. And then, look at this. Look at this. That's C.J. Gardner-Johnson. You want to talk about a ball hawk? Mm. He left him in the dust. You sound like you're trying he, to sell him to somebody. He broke Skip. his ankles. You sound like you're he trying to sell ankles. him. To, you're trying then, to sell him. And I, I don't have to sell what yeah, happened right. on the first touchdown against the Rams last week. Can we see the first touchdown throw of the game against the Rams that made it 7 to nothing? It's a nice throw, but this is an even better catch. That, that's Ooh, pretty that's, good. Now, that, that that's like, what I've been waiting on right there. Do you even know either one of them dudes oh, that, that was coming? Right there. Do you even know? Come on, Michael. Whoa, nice play right you there. You played nice play. a, a skill position in the league. You know that matters too, Michael. Yeah. Who's Man, covering him? That matters. Don't do this. And then, Skip, I just want to correct you uh, about eight and two. He's eight and three versus no, the there's Eagles. one game that we he, just in threw 2016. Out. Okay, no, no, you threw that. We're not gonna do that. No, no, nope. nope. we're not it, gonna it, do that. Nobody no, played. we're nobody not gonna played. do that. Nobody no, now it doesn't matter. In, 20, in 2016, in 2016, he left the game. He was pulled after eight attempts, so it makes him eight and three. They okay, lost. Okay, but they, they didn't play anybody. It, it doesn't matter. But then when I tell you, but when I tell you, people didn't play and they clinched last year and it was over with, and y'all went out there and scored forty. Everybody played. Y'all went out there and scored forty in the starting everybody quarterback. Everybody played the whole game. The starting quarterback didn't play. If the starting quarterback doesn't play and he was a healthy scratch to a degree, yeah. Guess what? The rest of the team okay. is going to do. They're going to be flat. That's just okay. the reality right. of it. Well, Michael and, I you, were, Michael and I were completely he, flat after Trevon Diggs went okay, down right. and out for the right. season. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, but whatever. What? He, yeah. You recovered. You know you, what? Deron Bland's starting to look a whole lot he, he, like right. Trevon Diggs. Okay. Right, right, right. You you should, like. and, and I hope you that say he that does louder. what Trevon yeah. Diggs did. Two hurts, you know. J- Trayvon Diggs, he got to pick six. We get more hurts. He got to pick six. Y'all talk. You boy, talk Dave, about if Bland can get one too. You Ooh. talk about Dak Prescott's Ooh. success against the Philadelphia Eagles in his career. Mm-hmm. Outside of the teams that went to the Super Bowl when they were good, mm-hmm. those other teams he was playing with were under five hundred. Man, mm-hmm. are playing against it's always those Eagles. I'm just, no good. I'm giving you perspective. Oh. Because in 2017, I'll go back to that again. In the first matchup, 37 to 9. Okay, in the second matchup, they rested everybody. It was 6 to nothing. They had already taken care of business on their way to the Super Bowl. Then if you want to go to last year, in Philly, Philly took care of you. Okay? They go on and go to the Super Bowl. They do the same thing they did in 2017. They okay. rest their starting quarterback. Y'all go in and wreck shop on them. There's no question about it. But when they, they're all together, everybody's together, that's not the case. Let me, I just want to say one second, one second, one second, one second. Key. Yeah. Dallas is one of the only other teams with Kansas City that have back to back 12 win seasons. So, 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 wait, wait, let me just finish, let me just finish, let me just finish, please, let me finish. You can't keep sitting up here talking about Dallas didn't play anybody and they, oh, they're not beating anybody. They got back to back, just like just, just only Kansas City, 12 win seasons. They only play who's on the schedule. Come on, man. Get another argument in here. I, Come not, on with I'm another not, argument.
argument, back-to-back 12-win seasons. They are playing. That's 24 NFL teams that they beat. 24. And you keep talking about they they didn't beat this. Come on, King. Michael, I will bring you back down to earth once again. (laughs) When you look at the teams that they have had success against, especially this year. 12-win seasons. Especially this year. Them teams that had success against, combined 300-plus win percentage, man. Stop. Just stop it. This is a test for you. Mm. You failed the other test. Mm. Miserably. That's pretty good right there. We did fail that test. Excuse me? Okay. I can't hear you. You have to talk louder. I I told you exactly what happened. San Francisco played its Super Bowl. They played our toilet bowl. And then what happened to San Francisco? They peaked. They They maxed. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you this. Guess what? They've lost three straight games. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Three straight games. Here's what I'm going to tell you. What you you predicted the Cowboys lose three straight. Uh, 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 I'm just I, saying you did pre- you predicted now, the Cowboys. Now you straight. gonna lie for me? No, I, I did not predict. I, I, I won't I say you're lying. If, I'm gonna say you're disingenuous. You 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 say the Cowboys may lose the next three games if they lose to the Chargers. Is what I said. I can go pull the tape. Mm. Let me get my train of thought real quick here <laughs> again. I'm gonna be fair to both of you, and I'm gonna try to do it in a very. Uh, Astute way, so to speak. The, the, the Philadelphia Eagles really hadn't played anybody either. I'll give you that, right? But the one team that they did play was the Miami Dolphins. Right. That was that most people say could come out of the AFC. Well, you saw what they did to them. You saw what they did to them. Yeah. Okay. That's one up on y'all. The one team y'all played, we saw what they did to y'all. Okay. So I'm trying to be fair. Okay. So last year against pretty much this same Eagles defense, Dak on Christmas Eve threw for 347. Keyshawn says they were just mailing it in, but I I don't think they were because this is an arch rivalry. Okay. 347. Then I hark back to the Cooper Rush game, which was about this time a year ago at Philadelphia on a Sunday night. And Cooper Rush brought them all the way back to 20 to 17. Then it was up to. My oh, Micah, 11 from heaven, and our defense to stop Jalen Hurts, and they could not because he took the football and went 75 yards in 13 Mm. plays and ate up almost eight minutes of the fourth quarter clock by converting third and four, Mm -hmm. third and four, and then tush push third and one. So Cooper Rush didn't bring him back, did he? They were in position position to win I almost was a billionaire if I just bought the lottery ticket. But I'm just telling you, 75 and 13. 13 will not happen this year. We're better on defense. We've matured on defense, and they are having okay. an identity crisis. So you, on matured, you matured right. on they, defense. They led the league in rushing last when year. Did they this were maturity, unstoppable. When, when, and all of a sudden, they got week. a new coordinator, and they are pass happy. They right. are A.J. Brown-centric. Skip. They are forcing the ball to him, and thank you very much for that. 59 yards skip. rushing, Skip. Yeah, they, they're they're not running the ball not skip. they used to. And, and that plays into Dallas's hands. If thank you're you. not going to run the football, you, you have a quarterback that's not very healthy, and, and, and you letting those guys just tee off towards uh, uh, that quarterback that, that's going to be hard. So when did, they mature, when did they mature on defense, Skip? Well, he's, Mike is in his third year. Oh, so they he's matured. at a higher level than he was last year. But right, right, right. against the 49ers, he... No, 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 no. I gave you that, Key. Don't play with it. I gave you that. They, they talked about this. 
in the bye week. They've talked about how they're coming out. And I'm glad you brought that up, Key, because that brings a point to, that brings a point to bear here. Dallas has to deal with that. They had a great game last week, and they said, we got together and made this what we're going to be here. Everybody's going to be involved. We're going to make sure we hold one man, each man, each man accountable to the other. This right here is the game to prove those yes, statements absolutely. are true. Absolutely. So, 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 uh, so yeah, you're, you're sitting and saying, oh, Philly's not going to lose this game at home. Philly gonna... but, but Dallas has slot on the, on, on the line here, right here, yes, right now. Absolutely. You made that declaration yes. to yourself. I always say, no, the I made it to you. The I commentary, made it no, no, I'm talking about them to each other. Oh, okay. I'm talking about them to each other. The common thread woven through each championship team I played on yep. was that promise made one man to the other. Get my job done Thank today. You. Get your job done today. Preach. That's what promise they made, and yeah. that's what they will deliver. So let me ask Come you this, Michael. Mm-hmm. I better get. I'll ask you, Skip. Yeah. Do you trust that Mike McCarthy? Forget the opponent a week ago, but do you trust your offensive coordinator, head coach, is going to put C.D. Lamb in the same sort of same sort of yeah, yes, position he yes, he that he did against Inside, the Rams? Outside. So you you trust that he's going to stick sure. to that yeah. to get him the football to yeah. help you guys. Try and beat the Eagles. Okay. Yeah, but I just told you, I, I'm seeing the ball go to 87 to the tight end. Right. I'm seeing the ball go right. to Brandon Cook. You're seeing and everybody. I think Michael Gallup will get involved. Okay. It doesn't have and, to and, be and, AD, 88 right. all day, all okay. night. And, and Skip, I'm telling you, when I was in the room, that wide receiver room, yeah. there's a difference. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a, it's key. You know this, Key. Like when an offense coordinator comes in and he says, hey, and on Wednesday, when we're putting installs in, that's putting in the game plan, putting in new plays, because Tuesday's your day off for the next week. Man, everybody's looking at the play sheet to say, oh, we're throwing the ball everywhere. That brings a whole excitement to the whole wide receiver room. We're looking to play that game. And that's what the Cowboys have now. There was an excitement when I was in that receiver room. It's Everybody It was Philly week. We call it man, tape it's it you. tighter you, week. That Michael. Means no matter what's hurting on your body, you tape it tighter and get on the football field. That's all we're going to do. So you think if Michael Irvin walk into a room, they're going to be quiet? Of course they're going to get excited. Yeah, they were excited. Come on, that. boy, stop. The room was excited. Yes, you're in the room. I'm going to sum this up. That old me. That's old Philly. We this play. time, you don't have to fear the read option and Jalen Hurts' legs and that's, that's quite the key, as key. much. It's that's the key, key to that's the game. The key. That's this the key. time, it's going to be Jalen Hurts yeah. in the pocket trying to throw yeah. the football more than he's yeah. ever thrown the football. We will get after okay. him. Right. We got yeah. the best and deepest pass rush in pro football, and okay. we will be coming okay. all I don't know hey, that y'all have no. the best and the deepest because yeah. yeah. San Francisco just got better. So I'm, you know. I'm just saying, we man. We got the best. Okay. We, and when we come back, I'm going to have a play up here for my associate pastor over here, yeah. Skip Bayless, mm-hmm. who's preaching the word right yeah. here. And then we're going to pass the plate pass and the make plate. some money. And we're That's gonna what we go from that man I'm going to get this table. cup off this Dinners. table. Dinners. <laughs> Dinners. And, I'm, I, and I'm not wearing green because of the Eagles, <laughs> yeah. so don't think that that's the oh, case. Oh, I thought I I've got the Cowboys 30-20, to and up next, we're going to talk Chiefs and Dolphins, and I'm going to tell you why the Chiefs won the Tyreek trade. They may disagree with you. I'm going to be all in keys here, and I am going to disagree with that. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. 
so you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. That's going to be a good one. There is another game Sunday besides Cowboys-Eagles. Hey, there's a huge AFC clash. Dolphins versus Chiefs in Frankfurt, Germany, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 out here in Los Angeles. Chiefs owner Clark Hunt made the case this week that trading Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins turned out to be a trade that, quote-unquote, worked out well for both parties. So, Michael, do you agree with that I or know. which team did win this trade? Stop, 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 stop. And, and, and I understand when people are saying, oh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year, you know, and they didn't have to pay Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shetty ye up. Shetty ye up. <laughs> Let me tell you the reality. If the Chiefs won, they won the Super Bowl last year, if they had kept this thing intact, whatever they do, they would double. If they win a Super Bowl without Tyreek, they would have won at least two. If they win two, I promise you they would have won four. They had the perfect situation in their ultimate offense because you had the best deep threat, one of the best three deep threat this league has ever seen, and you had the best intermediate route running tight end. You coupled him with one of the greatest quarterbacks and one of the greatest play callers and designers we've ever seen. It was a perfect Team. No matter what you did, they had something to counter when they had Tyreek here. Yes, they won the Super Bowl last year. So, so everybody says, well, if they won the Super Bowl, then obviously they won the trade. Now, I, I, I just don't buy into that. You see the struggles that they're having right now. They won the Super Bowl because they got a Superman back there at quarterback. You know, and, and, and he's lift this team up, and he keeps lifting them up. It looks like now they're getting a little heavy. In the lifting. Looks like he's starting to hurt his back a little bit because they're dropping a lot of passes. And you saw last week what happened in Denver. He's beating Denver every kind of way he can, any kind of way. Took his grandmama, mother, brother, sister, niece, all the girls in his family and beat Denver. But last week, he couldn't beat Denver. You know why? Because you keep asking too much of him. He keeps raising people up. And the team has gotten too heavy to even beat Denver. 
Denver. Don't tell me how you're a better team without Tyreek Hill when Tyreek Hill is on his way to 2,000 yards. You could have had that 2,000 yards, and you're complaining about the wide receivers you have. You're bringing back guys you let go like McCole Hartman. So I don't know how you can say you won this trade, but I'll listen all ears if you got if you got an answer for that, Skip, or anybody else got an answer for that. I don't think I don't think they won the trade. I think it was beneficial, just like Mr. Hunt said, for both teams. Both teams have benefited from this. The Miami Dolphins wanted something. They wanted some explosiveness. They wanted to be able to pair him with Jalen Waddle. They got Tua. They now have a running game. So they said to themselves, we're willing to give a first-round pickup, a second-round pickup, and $75 million of guaranteed money. The Kansas City Chiefs said, I tell you what, we're going to take the first-round pick, and we're going to go get what we need, which is a corner in Trent McDuffie. And then we're going to try our damnness to replace Tyreek Hill with multiple wide receivers from a year ago. Juju Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore, uh, 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 Miko Hartman, guys that they felt they could still get. Not the same production, a different production out of it. Then they went on and won the Super Bowl. Now, here's where you kind of get me at. the only one playing any kind of. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. It doesn't 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 matter. You can't just tell me the assets you got unless they're really assets. Don't tell me the assets you got from Tyreek Hill unless they're really assets. Okay. Trent McDuffie is something they needed was at the cornerback position. They They took him in the first round. They need. And and, and I'm saying. He's one of, graded by pro football focus as one of the top corners in the National Football League right now. Okay, top ten. Top ten. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what they wanted. That's good. Mm. They're not going to get 2,000 <laughs> yards from a receiver. That's not what they wanted, though. That's not what they wanted. They didn't want 2,000 from a receiver. Mm. They felt that they could do a lot of different things with different guys and still accomplish the same goal. Guess what, though, Michael and Skip? They accomplished that goal mm. by getting that ring. I understand you poo-poo on it, Michael, and say, well, don't tell me nothing about the ring. But the facts are the facts. The truth is the truth. They went and got the ring. Now, fast forward to what you said about this year. They have been struggling. You say because of all the receivers and this and that. I don't say because of that. Mm. What I say is the guy has left the building, is now in Washington. This is part of their struggle. Mm-hmm. I believe he may that not, one too. I believe he, this one. he may not be calling the plays. I believe this one. It's the no, way he, you go through practices. It's the same thing I, we I heard agree. in Washington, how hard he used to be you on everybody. It. It's Bingo. the way you go I through agree. practice, and yep. that's what they're missing in Kansas City. It's I'm called, with you on that. It's Keith. called influence on something. Right. He had a major <laughs> influence on what they were doing offensively. He leaves, they struggle. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Washington's offense look, doesn't look bad. Doesn't look great, but doesn't look like it used to look. Mm. Quarterback and Sam right. Howell looks mm. like, oh, well, maybe he gets an opportunity right. to be right. an NFL guy. Right. Right. That's all I'm saying. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. Who I'm is sorry, it? sorry, guys. Is it Jerry calling? No? Jerry calling you? And it, it's just over. <laughs> but Skip. Go, go. I apologize. When you look at it, they both benefited from yeah. this. Yeah. They would, would they like to have Tyree Hill back? Sure. Hell yeah, they would. I, I uh, absolutely. But they're happy with what they got. Keyshawn, quick aside, you just referred to Clark Hunt as Mr. Hunt, and you shook me up with that <laughs> reference because I was very close to his father, Lamar Hunt. Mm. I, I watched Clark grow up. I can only remember him as a little kid running around kicking a soccer ball, and you're calling him Mr. Hunt. I'm like, That's what just happened? 
Okay, I got it. And he's it. a good guy now. He's a good man, good man, good hey, man. Clark good too. I drove, got back on a plane with him because Jerry needed me back in Dallas for an event after a Kansas City game. And it was His great father deal. was the most humble, rich man I have ever yeah. been around. Before, and he's like he that, He did too. not take himself seriously at all, and it's chip off the old Right, he's like that, too. He's a good all man. Right. Now, Michael, you make all those great points. I got you. And maybe this is shut my mouth time, but I just get stuck on the fact that it's hard to win a Super Bowl in this league. It's just hard. Keyshawn beyond knows how hard. Beyond hard. Okay, what's that? It's, it's said beyond, beyond it's, it's hard. It's like ridiculously hard. People and think, I Skip, still, well, go ahead. I was going right. to say, people think yeah. that Super Bowls are like a bowl of M&Ms. You can just grab <laughs> right, them right, and right, give right, them out. Right, right, it's just right. hard. Michael was, was in a perfect place at a perfect time, and they should have won five in a row, but they did win three. Yeah. And yet it's just hard because they were way better than anybody else. That's yes. just me. But the point is, I still don't know exactly how they pulled this off because I keep looking at the numbers from last year, but they pulled it off without Tyreek. I give it up to Patrick. I give it up to Kelsey, who caught 111 balls, which is what you caught in 1995. And I lost Alvin so, Hopper. That, that is correct. And, and he lost Tyreek, and he catches 111 balls. And then a guy you know pretty well, Keyshawn, Juju Smith-Schuster, he, he stepped, he walks in the door and catches 78 balls for them in the regular season. In the Super Bowl, he caught seven for 53. And that's and, important. And it took up some slack, just yes. enough slack enough. that they were able to get through the night of the regular season and get to the Super Bowl. And Jalen oh, yeah. coughed one up, and it got run back, scooped and scored, and and – Yet it was a close game, and Patrick didn't play a great game. He threw for 182 yards, but they won the game without Tyreek. And all I know is they did that, so they won the trade. Unless you tell me that it, this year and the next year, next couple of years, if the Dolphins can go win two Super Bowls, then I'll give them the trade. But I don't think they're going to win one Super Bowl. Well, let's, let's break. Let's break. Let's break. Like no, 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 no. Let's break back on that. Let's All break right. back on that because you need to see, and, and, and this is, I think this is very important. That's what, what we're going to see in this game. What Tyreek Hill has done with the Miami Dolphins is nothing short of incredible. No, it is. And, and I believe that's why all of those Dolphin players will show up and show off and show out to show Tyreek respect and love for coming over here and helping us become what okay. we are right now. So, Tyreek, you did that for us. We're about to do this for you. I really believe that. You guys are talking about what they've accomplished. We were talking about what they are going to be historically when we had these teams full and intact with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Right now, we're talking about can they struggle to another Super Bowl? Can they struggle? Can, can Kansas City struggle I'm to another? Like well, that. Oh, okay, okay. But they're struggling, right? Right. They're all struggling they lost outside. They're Denver. Struggling. That's they lost, struggling. They lost That's to Denver. Right. They're struggling. Every we're, single we're, year, I could go okay, but, on but, and on. Every single year. But, Two years ago, but, it was Tennessee. Last year it was Indy. My, and this year it was Denver. But, but, it happens. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't happen. Actually. He's beaten Denver a billion times in a row. And so it doesn't happen. They so lost not, not, not to Indy Denver. last year in Tennessee when they had Tyreek. I know, I know, but you keep bringing that up. But, but, they, but they, 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 didn't, they, didn't lose, they didn't lose Denver. Let me, fin let me finish this. Let me finish this. Let me finish. I was at that Super Bowl. I did that Super Bowl. We weren't talking about winning a Super Bowl. We were talking about 
Patrick Mahomes replacing Tom Brady. That's winning seven or winning eight. I don't want y'all to lose the intensity of what you said before and now I'm trying to come up with something else. So when now you start measuring the Tyreek Hill trade, you keep this in mind. We had him at seven or eight Super Bowls with Tyreek Hill. Now you're talking about sparking to another. We were all talking about he's going to replace Tom Brady. I was doing, I was on the desk talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. You with me talking about it because I was straight. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish, Key. When they were intact, we were all, maybe you didn't say it, but Skip, everybody was talking about it. Am I right or wrong? He was on the path to replace Tom Brady. Nobody's saying that anymore because Tyreek Hill is not there. That's not true. You don't think he's going to struggle to eight carrying these receivers? Nobody, anybody in their right damn mind, even you, okay, has got three of them, should have more, but that's a whole other sidebar conversation. Right. He didn't get them. Right. But, and, and I'm trying end, to help these jokers because I know what the pain you will feel. You're going to think, oh, I got this minute. It ain't going to satisfy you, but the satiety you think you're going to have with those you got ain't going to be enough. You're going to think still, about the ones you lost. Man, I'm just telling he you. He still skipped on pace to eclipse Tom Brady, maybe not in Super Bowl. What else matters? But in F- What else matters? T- when you start winning four and five to get the four Super Bowls and five Super Bowls, and you start talking about his numbers and the MVP trophies that he's putting up. And don't and, make it, it, it can't be the greatest. That's Tom Brady still. How, how could that I, I be? Agree. Early in his career, Tom Brady didn't sniff an MVP. Uh, didn't sniff. Hold on. Didn't sniff it. This man has already gotten two, and he's only in his sixth year in the National Football League. Uh, Michael? I'm with Michael on this. He will get, he's on pace to getting more. Okay? okay. I, I think you're making a LeBron versus no, Jordan. No, I'm not. That's what you are. No, I'm not. Yes, no, I'm not. MVP. It's no, I'm not. Scored. The dude, the right. dude, the right. dude is right. still. They're they, sitting, they're sitting they've in. been in our ear for five minutes saying we're overtime already. And yeah. Key, you won't let it no, go. No, because. Key, you because, can't take a spanking. No, take this spanking and sit down. Okay. Come on. Don't get this I'm going to say one thing and I'm done. I'm going to say one thing and I'm done. Skip. I'm going to say one thing and I'm done. Who got the. Who gets the credit in Tampa Bay? Tom Brady won that Super Bowl. And who gets the discredit in New England? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Belichick right. so, and Tom Brady. Yeah. Right, right. So right. you got to. Right. Patrick Mahomes gets his credit for winning the Super Bowl mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Same way you give credit to Tom Brady for winning the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. Can he get the credit without winning with Tyreek Michael? Okay, oh, but oh. Wait, wait a second. Brady goes down to Tampa. I'm just there, asking you. Seven and nine I'm just asking pandemic, you. I'm and he just, turns it around. I'm just asking you. you he lost one of the most right. explosive okay. wide receivers in the history, if not in the NFL. And he went on to win a Super Bowl despite what the numbers say he yeah. won. Okay, I but got it. Yeah, All right, let's yeah. bring it to this exactly. Sunday. This Who wins exactly. this game? Keyshawn. I'm going to take – I'm taking the Chiefs. All right. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this All one because right. they – they beat Denver, beat them up so bad, they got to respond. All right. They got to respond. Yeah. And, and, and here, Key, here, I'm glad you said that because when they have no ability to respond because the, team, the, the, the guy they need to respond for them is, is on the other team, then maybe you'll cross this water. I'm taking Miami to win this game. And Patrick Mahomes, brother, I know you're going to play so hard and do everything you can, but you're going to come up a little short. Miami will win 38-35. Wow. And then I want to see this embrace between Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Middle of the field, going to say, I should have never left. 
get your head away. No. <laughs> okay, that's what Patrick gonna say to Tyree. Right. Oh, we got a score 24-22, Skip. Okay. 24, low score? Yeah, 24-22. Really? Yeah. They're gonna hold Tyreek and company to 22 I, points? Well, no way. No um, okay. Well, I like Kansas City's defense. Huh. I like the way they plan this year. Okay. So. I like Michael's score and Michael's outcome. Y'all will be wrong again. No, I, I got the Dolphins here because it's going to be about the Chiefs struggling. They have lost their way. Right. They have lost their edge. They, they, they have lost who they are exactly. They are struggling. And their defense has carried them, actually, so far. And this is on grass. It's going to be, like, mid-50s, so it won't be too cold. Right. But, listen, on Outside on grass, I think the Dolphins are going to run wild. I was thinking about that too on the defense. I said, okay, what defense? Yeah. What did they, this defense face? They okay, Detroit in the first game, but they didn't have Chris Jones, and then really Jacksonville is the only other team they faced with an offense like what they're about to see, and yeah. those offenses are nowhere near what they're about to see. Yeah, I you can so say all agree. that for them, but not for the Cowboys. Got it? Just saying. What do you mean? I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reading it out like yeah, I read it. Yeah, please. Sean, you're 0 for 2 on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Skip. You're 0 for 2, and it's okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll carry you the rest oh, of no. the show. We're <laughs> going to give you one more chance here because there's actually a third game that's being played this Sunday. It's actually on Sunday night. I'm going to tell you why I got the Bengals way over the Bills. We'll see how Keyshawn and Michael react to that. Yeah, this is Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to business. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's actually a third game of magnitude this Sunday, other than oh, Cowboys, Eagles, and Philly, Dolphins, Chiefs, and Germany. That would be the Sunday night game, Bills at Bengals. I must say, I am surprised by the point spread. I, I guessed it would be Bengals by four, yet the Bengals are favored by only a point and a half. So with the automatic three points given to the home team, the odds makers are saying Buffalo is a little better than Cincinnati. And I say to that, baloney. The Bengals beat the Bills at Buffalo last year in the playoffs 27-10 as Joe Burrow outplayed Josh Allen. The Bengals just did a 31-17 number on the 49ers at San Francisco as Joe Burrow threw a 28-32 masterpiece at the 49ers. The Bengals are back to being the Super Bowl contender. Bengals, all caps, Bengals. Burrow is back to being the best quarterback in the National Football League. And the last time I saw the Bills, it's going back two Thursdays ago, I saw Baker Mayfield throwing into the end zone with a Hail Mary that could have won the football game. So I, I'm going Bengals over Bills Sunday night Ooh. in Cincinnati, 30-20. to 20. Keyshawn, tell me I'm wrong. Mm. No, you're, 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 I don't, you might be wrong about the score, but you're certainly not wrong about picking the Bengals to win the game. Um, Joe Burrow's healthy. When you look at his first several games at the beginning of the season, we all knew that there was something 
wrong. That calf. The, 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 right. It was something wrong, whether it was the calf or his feet or whatever. It was just yep. something wrong. And now you saw him over the last several weeks, in particular San Francisco 49er game that you just mentioned, Skip, he wrecked shop. He did. And his receivers are better. He made a, he made a play in the San Francisco 49er game where he was bottled up, and then all of a sudden he's able to escape the pocket, move around, right. slide to his right, take a vicious shot from the defender, and still deliver the ball to T. Higgins yep. on a strike and a nice right. throw and catch. That play right there, as you can see, he's bottled up. He's able to get out of the pocket. Yep. He's getting hit. He delivers a football on the outside edge. T. Higgins makes the catch. That's the Joe Burrow that we used to seeing. Yeah. When I look at this game, particularly Joe Burrow's hit a lot. Offensive line struggles a lot. But the pass rush isn't quite there from the Buffalo Bills. Von Miller's mm. not the same as Von Miller was when he was with the Rams. He's coming off that ACL injury. So they're not getting that force. Now, maybe... Because of the struggling at times, Bengals' offensive line, maybe they put pressure on Joe Burrow to some degree, but that's not a problem for him. Yeah. He doesn't, it doesn't bother him one lick. We watched him get sacked multiple times on his Super Bowl run, and all he did was lead his team to a Super Bowl appearance. So I got them winning this game 41-31, a high-scoring, high-flying machine. Okay. This is going to be a very intense game, emotional game. Remember, this is the return of DeMar Hamlin, a game they played in Cincy, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a very emotional game. Um, I think both teams are going to show up and play hard. And and right now, Buffalo has shown up. I mean, the rest of the team has shown up. Gabe Davis went off last week, you know, and I said, oh, now everybody's coming to the party for Buffalo. Everybody's also coming to the party for Cincinnati. Cincinnati has demarked this last week as, hey, he's healthy now. He beat the San Francisco 49ers, and he beat them with short passes. I mean, Chase caught 10 passes, only had 100 yards. T. Higgins had five passes, 65 yards. He was dinking and dunking and dropping that ball off, but he was moving around real real well and getting the ball off. When it comes to big games in these situations, I lean a little bit towards Joe Burrow. Just a little bit towards your bro. I know Josh Allen's going to give all he can, all he has, and he's going to play hard. And all these other guys have now shown up. But my eye gate will lay upon this battle between those two wide receivers, Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs. Trust me, Stephon Diggs will come to play because he knows you guys consider Jamar Chase as one of the best. And Jamar Chase will come to play because he knows Diggs is one of the best. That battle right there, whichever duo have the better day will ultimately win the day. And I say Cincinnati duo will have the better day. So I got Cincinnati winning the game, and I put the score 31-24. Yeah, and and when you look at this Cincinnati trio of wide receivers in Higgins and Boyd and and Chase, you got to look at the back end of the Buffalo Bills along with the front end of the pass Without Tredavis. Without Tredavis, they had to go out there and get Douglas in the trade from Green Bay. He is now on the – I don't know how much he plays. I don't know if he starts. I have no idea. But in the end, that tells me right there, they realized that their secondary needed help. They actually tried to go get Jalen Johnson from Chicago Bears. They couldn't pull that off, so they settled for another guy. Now they're looking at this and they're saying, we're getting ready to play these Cincinnati's, these Kansas City's, these Baltimore's, these New York Jets. 
We got to get Miami Dolphins. We've got to get some help on the back end. Otherwise, we're going to get torched. If, the, if a team has three receivers and you don't have three corners that can cover down, mm-hmm. you're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I think they're getting ready to run up against their first dose of trouble on Sunday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a good point. That's a good point because the Cincinnati Bengals can take you deep into those receivers. That's a good point. Mm. By the way, last year at Buffalo in that January playoff game, Stephon Diggs caught four balls for a grand total of 35 yards. Yeah. So you could say he's either due or they've got his number. Right. Well, well in, in, in that game, too, Skip and Key, when I looked at that game, I thought, I, 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 I honestly, I didn't know how they were going to have the emotions to play that game after what they've gone through a couple weeks ago with DeMar Hamlin. And, and we had, you, you know what I mean? So I knew Buffalo was, was going to be drained. And since he went in and won that game, I, I think this is a different game. Yeah, and, they, and, and Ken Dorsey did not utilize Stephon Diggs nearly to his capability in that game. That's why Stephon Diggs had issue he did. Uh, after the game and into all, the offseason. Because he realized, hold on, man. If you're right. not using me and right. I'm going to be a cardboard cutout, we're not going to win very many games. No, he said, if you do that again, I don't want to be here. Is what they made him. Trust me. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. That's, you don't get any bigger games than that. That's, no, that. that's why I say the battle is going to be great between these two. You got to understand, even when Devontae Adams said, it's not, I don't want to win, it's not just winning, you know what I mean? These, this guy wants to be the greatest. They want to be the best. And that battle is important. And the offensive coordinator guy's got to know that when he has to feed that beast, Stephon Diggs. And by the way, Buffalo has missed Matt Milano, who's Matt been Milano. sort of the driving force yeah. of that defense, the heartbeat of that defense. They're just not the same. And I don't think Josh Allen is in Joe Burrow's league. That's just me. I, I, again, I... Nah. Uh, first yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about that one. Okay. Well, yeah. who, who you got? Who, who's better right now? See, but, but okay, Skip. It, when you start... It's, it's hard to have these type of conversations with me because I don't look at just the numbers. I look at who you're around, who's coaching you up. What 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 are they allowing you to do? Yeah, you because know, I can take one guy and move him over here, and another guy. Joe Burrow's phenomenal, one of the top two, three, four quarterbacks in the league. Both of you them. can also say Josh Allen, yeah, both one of the top two, three, four quarterbacks in the league. Mm. Who's coaching him? Who's telling him what to do? Is he putting all of it on his back and doing everything? Is he really getting the necessary help that he needs from Ken Dorsey? Is Dorsey really the guy helping him, or is he just? keeping the stuff that he got from Brian Dayball before he left to go to the Giants, and he's just using that because he's not being coached. Mm. I don't know, but it's hard when you start trying to compare player to player. It's just hard. But these guys, both of these guys are two of the top three quarterbacks. Two, three, four quarterbacks in the league. Since 2021. No one's throwing more touchdowns than these two guys. So they're in the top three. So both of these are top quarterbacks. So okay, there's uh, no doubt. Okay. I just like Joe Burrow in big situations. I do too. Joe Burrow's so, been able to show us okay. that uh, he uh, can we shine right, we, big time you in know big what's time funny. situations. You know what's funny, people? And we only say this but, because but, Joe Burrow went into Kansas City. But hold and on. beat the Chiefs. But so and, did, and Josh Allen hadn't really done that. No, but Josh that, that's Allen kind of did. Really what, Josh Allen went in there and cooked. Mm. He cooked in Kansas City big finished, time. But he ain't but finished he the meal. Chance to, he scored. 
He walked off and scored and then looked up and Tyreek Hill out the back door. The little cheetah catch the dig route and turn the corner and put the deuces up. That's not on Josh Allen. I think you could have started at safety for that Kansas City defense. Seriously. It wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. I do got an interception logged in my career in the NFL. So to me, this... Josh Allen versus Burrow argument has some of the ramifications of Brady versus Mahomes because sometimes I think you guys, especially you, Keyshawn, you, you look at Joe Burrow and he's not physical. He doesn't have a great, you know, he's not cut, ripped. He, he just looks like another guy, kind of like I, Tom I Brady, like, right? I like yeah. Joe Burrow, Skip. Right. Okay, but the point is Josh Allen is prototype. He's 6'5", 240. Joe, he can throw it out of the stadium. But Joe Burrow's right? not little, Skip. Joe no, Burrow's 6'3", dude, man. Uh, he's he's a big dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a big dude. No, he's just, no, like you're saying, he's, his muscles ain't popping out of his no, legs. There, there's no muscles yeah. popping out. But he does pride himself, at, at, very different than Tom Brady, Joe Burrow loves to take off and gash you with his legs. He's not Lamar, but he yeah. can run. Yeah. He, can run. He, he was hurt in San Francisco last and, week. And at this stage, runs. if you if you took at this stage, and, and it, look, forget the Super Bowls, because when you start talking, ah! you, you just took the two, Tom Brady and Joe Burrow, at this stage in their careers where Joe Burrow's at, Joe Burrow's a better quarterback. Anybody could argue with me all day long about that. Yeah. If you at took this stage, at this yeah. stage in both of their careers, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I don't think he will become a better I, I don't know that he will. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm just talking about in the first several years of his career, yeah. he is a better quarterback than what Tom Brady was. Wait a second. Tom in that second Super Bowl right. against Carolina? But, 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 was the MVP? Right, right. I'm talking about and it was the different, uh, it was different times. And, and when, we were, when we are measuring these young quarterbacks against quarterbacks that are played years ago, and even when Tom started, that, that was a different league. It was more of a run-centric league then. When Pat, these guys came in the league throwing the football. Yes, so, yes. So, so when you right. start, when we yes. say, when we say, well, he started out better than Tom, we're looking at numbers. No, 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 But not opportunities also. Opportunities will tell you he, he started better. Now, now. No, what I'm now, looking at, though, Michael, is I'm looking at the throws. That's what I'm looking right. at. Okay. I'm looking at the ability to get out of the pocket and run okay. the football when okay. he's in harm's way. Right, right. Those are the sort of things that I look at. But we got to look at them within the confines of winning football games or they're just great throws by talented quarterbacks who are not throwing in the right area and the right places to win football games. So we got to look at them in the context of winning football games. And, and, and when you talk about it, they get more opportunities to throw now. Yes. So we're going to get more opportunity to throw. But you, I, I, Tom Brady made all the right plays as a young as a young player yeah. then. So I, I, I That's don't necessarily not what buy I'm that. Saying, Michael, I'm talking about if you look and you put them side by side. Right. This young man in Joe Burrow, what is it, his fifth year now? In five years, when Tom Brady was in his fourth or fifth year, he was not playing the quarterback position like this kid is. He just wasn't. But well, they weren't asking him to throw the ball all I, around. They weren't asking him. Mm. They were asking him to make the right plays and that, for that team. Yes! They were asking him to make the right plays, and he did at a okay, young so age. Would you agree with me then, Keyshawn, that the closest thing we now have to Tom Brady is Joe Burrow? It, it, yeah, uh, you, you comp, uh, yeah. You talking about comps or accomplishments? Oh, yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Oh, are you talking about comps? Or accomplishments. Because he's a better athlete than Tom Brady, so that comp wouldn't be the same. Although he operates the offense, the passing game. 
yes. a la Brady. Mm. Yes. He, he is Brady esque in the way yes. he operates mm. yes. out of the pocket. Yes, that is correct. Okay. And finally, he, 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 better players he than will Brady. throw his guys open yes. like Tom Brady threw his guys open. And with better players than Brady now. Yeah. Let's remember yeah. that, right? Yeah. Tell me the way he had Sean saying Joe Burrow is better than Tom Brady. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. I don't know. That's not what Okay, we got to switch gears. Up next, we talk Wimby. Did you oh. have a coming out party last night? Phoenix? Whoa. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. The Spurs blew a 27-point lead last night in their second game in three nights at Phoenix. A Suns three-pointer tied it with about four minutes left when the Spurs went on a 12-0 run thanks to 10 clutch points from Victor Wimbenyama. He did it again. Once again displayed the late clutch gene. Kevin Durant was so impressed, he refused to compare Wimby to anybody, saying Wimby is the rarest of the rare. He's one of one. Rachel Nichols joins us. Rachel, how impressed were you last night with Wimby? I I just want to reiterate what this man did. He's facing Kevin Durant, who has been lethal in the clutch with his length and size and the way he shoots. Devin Booker, who has spontaneously combusted at the end of fourth quarters. Mm -hmm. And this rookie, playing his fifth game, outgunned both of them. You mentioned the 10 of the last 12 points. That was exceptional. By the way, the Suns only five points in that same period of time. Wemby shooting four of four from the floor in that time. By the way, the Suns in that same stretch, one of 10. I mean, this guy walked in there and blew away not just good players, but great players. And we talk about just how good he is in those moments. It's partly because he's been in all of those moments before. This guy has been a pro for years already. He's played and won championships. And you can see it. He has absolutely no fear. This ceiling of this player is so high that after the game, we talked about all of the records that he sort of either set or tied. And you've got names like David Robinson in his first five games, Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James. Victor Webanyama's ceiling, I'm not predicting he's going to definitely get there, but his ceiling is higher than every single one of those three gentlemen. Mm. We've been sitting here for, what, a decade debating MJ versus LeBron. The ceiling of Victor Webanyama is that he could render that completely mute. I mean, well, it's just... Hard to, hard to believe. It's, but it's not when you look at the track that he is on and the ingredients Oof. he has. And look... Skip, you and I lived through all of yes. the Michael Jordan, next Michael Jordan hype and the Harold Minor and the, hey, this, hey, and the Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter and Grant Hill. Yeah. And Grant Hill is a great example of the fact that health can completely derail this, right? Physicality, all of that stuff. But this kid has the ingredients, the will, the drive, the competitiveness and the work ethic. Keyshawn, I watched him when he was here in Los Angeles do his pregame warmups. He was going nearly at full tilt. He's practicing taking charges. Ten minutes before they have to be back in the locker room. It's good to be 19. No, I was literally that. about to say, when you're that young, you can go full <laughs> tilt in pregame, and it, it will not bother you over the course I, of the game. I didn't game. see Zion Williamson doing that. <laughs> no. so. Well, point. Zion's a different build. He's, he can't do it the same way. Yeah. But when you talk about what he was able to do last night, his length, his size, hitting buckets from all over the floor, not just pulling up for the three, getting down on the block, many... Uh, many oops coming 
you dunking the ball, taking off basically from the dot, dot, dot within the free throw line, two-hand yams. It's one of those situations you mentioned it. You mentioned David Robinson. You mentioned Shaq. When you start thinking about them early in their careers, and I go back because I was around, I was able to see those sort of things, he could potentially be better. Different, yes. though. Different because Shaq was such a force. He didn't shoot the three because that's not what the league was about. It was about getting on the block, Well, he had dominating. hard enough time shooting a free throw, but go ahead. Hard enough yeah. time shooting right. a free throw. But when you see this kid able to put the ball on the floor, able to walk into a three and knock it down, okay, you, you got to say to yourself, okay, where is this headed? What, what does this mean? Is he going to eclipse some of those great players in terms of talent? Maybe not rings, because rings are hard to get. They just are. I mean, that's just the reality of it. No matter how great you are, you, the, things got to go your way a certain way. You can't always just think that a player is going to wheel his team to victory. But like you said, Skip, his clutch situations in the fourth <laughs> quarter, not only that, did he answer the bell with you by getting down low at times and being aggressive and flushing it Thank because you. that was one of your pet peeves over the last several games. Here he is now in five games, averaging 28-2. and two, And the only person to do that in the first five games is Shaq. Again, yeah. Shaq, David Robinson, yeah. LeBron, he's already on that path. Okay, so just me, because I'm the biggest Shaq fan, and for those three years there when he was in shape and the most dominant, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'd never seen anything like it. And it's He got heavier as he me, got older. I, I, got I got it, but he was an unstoppable, overpowering force, and it's hard to believe Victor's ever going to be able to achieve that kind of physicality. But to your point, Rachel, Last night was a breakthrough night. And I have, as Keyshawn said, I have pounded this table. Victor, you're 7'4", you're 8 feet long. Phoenix did it again. They opened the game last night with Devin Booker guarding Victor Wimbanyama because he was just drifting out and camping out at the three-point line. And so they think, yeah, we can put a 6'5 guy on you because who cares? You're not going to punish him. And I said, I'm, I'm yelling at my TV, Victor, just, just, just go down, just, put, just call for the basketball because Devin Booker cannot. St- if you catch the ball in anywhere, five feet from the basket, you can just shoot little, little baby hook little shots. Bunny. Yeah, they're, they're, they're bunnies for him. And finally, for a while, they even had Eric Gordon on him for about three straight possessions when Book took a rest. I'm saying, Eric Gordon, six three. What are you doing? Finally. He started picking there, there and rolling right to the basket, yep. and boom. And finally, when little guys were on him, he started to go down to the low post and call for the basketball. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He became unstoppable in the paint last night because he, he took 13 paint shots, which is by far the most he's taken, and he had 10 makes. I'm going to show you real <laughs> quick the 10 makes in the paint. This, he, he could do this to anybody. I don't know if he could do it to Shaq, but just about anybody playing. Uh, this is a breakaway basket. By the way, the kid runs the floor like a gazelle. There's another one. Again, he's not exactly tearing the basket down, but he just lays them in because you can't stop it. He's too long and agile, and he has too much skill. The, this is, these are all unstoppable. Oh, okay. my God. Who, who's going to? Okay. All right. This is candy from babies by a baby, right? Okay. This, okay. But this that, is what can, I was saying. You can do that all, you know, all night long. You he just, just needed to. He needed to grow. This is okay, only look, that's game. some skill. That, that's yes. some up and under skill from seven four. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah, and just roll. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. I, yeah. I haven't seen anyone with this kind of potential. <laughs> right. 
in more, you know, no, decade plus, okay. possibly longer. All right. So now quickly, could we just see the, the 10 late points? It starts with three free throws. And by the way, the, the, this, the, the skill level from the free throw line is beautiful to watch because he can shoot and make threes. He's shooting 32%, but I, I think he can become a 35-ish percent three-point shooter because he's got a beautiful stroke from the free throw line and from three. Okay. Look at the arc on these free throws. That's beautiful. Shaq in his dream. <laughs> right? Stop, man. Leave yeah, Shaq alone. Well, well, come on. <laughs> because usually when you're that tall, it's hard. Your hands are too big to shoot to hit like the that. Arc. It's yeah. just, okay. The, these are the the, the ten clutch points. Look at this. He's got. But European players traditionally yeah. shoot the ball better. Yeah. Like a catch and shoot jumper from two. Really. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's ridiculous. That took my breath away. <laughs> and to your point, the body language late in games, he just says, give me the ball and get out of the way. 100%. And, and you, you don't see, it, it doesn't look like he's mean mugging or he's got killer will, but he just does it. And he is, to your point, completely fearless because he's been playing professional basketball, albeit in France, but he's been playing for a couple of years. And he's like, okay, I got this. I, I know how to do this. Rachel, we've seen, we've seen long guys like this, tall, yes. long how come they haven't been able to display a, this skill set that we're seeing with him? I mean, he's obviously just incredibly physically gifted, right? You know, for a tall guy, it's not just that he's seven foot four. It is the speed and reaction time and all of the different. And by the way, what's up here mentally? And that's why, to me, his ceiling is so high. He has that killer instinct. He said in, pre, in the preseason, he said, I want to do things no one has ever done before. And I really think that is how he approaches mentally these games. And guys, we haven't even talked about his defense. I mean, he is on track again. You know, we don't know with physicality and whether health is going to let him get there, but he is on track to be a multiple time defensive player yeah. of the year. You talk about his eight foot wingspan and just the space he takes up on the floor. Opponents have already talked about that. They, I just didn't have anywhere to go, right? That <laughs> he's been blocking and swatting down shots of, again, the likes of Kevin Durant. Clay Thompson in the preseason, he, he, he swatted away a shot, ran yep. down, and dunked it on the other end before anybody could even get there. Yep. And then right directly around the basket, Skip, even before last night when he had the offensive breakthrough around the hoop, defensively, if you look at the numbers of guys attacking the rim when I he agree. is there straight up, yep. it, it is infinitesimal the level of success that other players are having. So, yep. again, this well-rounded kid we're seeing right at the beginning of his career lets you know that, again, all the, in, you know, the things that you can't predict, health and, and, and bad luck and all of that stuff, mm. but he is on track to obliterate some of the debates that we've been cherishing and having for a decade. Yeah, his, his next five games are some pretty good cherry pickings. He got the Raptors, the Pacers, the Knicks, the Timberwolves, and the Heat. So those are his next five games. He might have to cherry pick those a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right, but he just beat Phoenix at Phoenix twice. And yes. again, they still don't have Bradley Beal, but last night they had two out of the three. Yeah. And to your point, Rachel, when Book was starting to cook in the fourth quarter, when he started to drive the basketball, you could see him kind of looking over his shoulder like, I don't know where that guy is. He's yep. coming. I know he's coming somewhere. Well, he blocked him once he down did. low, got him real yep. good. And I don't know what made Book think he was going to put it up over him underneath the basket. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Guys, just wait until he gets an upgrade at point guard. 
I mean, that's the other thing that we're not talking about is this is such a young team. They don't really he, have one. He yeah. doesn't. Exactly. No. I mean, the, the Greg Popovich experiment at point guard, I have to say he's a Hall of Fame coach. He knows better than me, but I would not go this direction mm. on this team. I think there's other guys on the roster who might step in better there. But that being said, at some point, they are going to get a truly great point guard to be alongside him. And then it's going to open up an entire other level of his game. I mean, you have to remember who he's playing with right now. Yeah, I'm just thinking in my head, Rachel. <laughs> I'm, think, I'm thinking in my head, when can we start tampering? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want, Keith? Everybody, everybody always wants to play in L.A. Yep. Just say it. I I'm mean, just saying. He, look, he would look very good wow. following all wow. those bigs in that purple and gold. Man. That's all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Wishful thinking. I think he's made for San Antonio. Yes. I do. Because Pop has always coached the international players. And no, I get it. It's a great place to live because it is the only game in town. Yeah. And for him, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of American players think, yeah. oh, the Knicks, the Mecca, or L.A. and all yeah. the history here. You have to remember, for Victor Webinyama, the Spurs are the one with the history. That French players, yeah. some yep. of the greatest French players of all time, have played in that organization. And he said before the draft lottery even happened, I hope I play for the Spurs. The yep, Spurs are my did. first choice. That's what I want. And you saw his reaction when they pulled out that number of the lottery. He, he just went crazy because he knew that was where he wanted to be. I don't know if your tampering is going to do any good <laughs> against that key. A couple years, we'll be all right. Get him out here, you know, show him the way to live in L.A. He'll but, be fine. But wait till he plays with a great facilitator and a great passer. I think it's going to be exponential. No, he's really good. All I know is he is must-see TV. Absolutely. I, I can't take my eyes off him. All right, we got to get back to the National Football League, to the game of the day of the year so far this Sunday at Philadelphia. Who has the better game? Dak or Jalen, you know where I'm going with that. Cowboys at Eagles, 425 Eastern Sunday on Fox. Titanic clash. Could come down to Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts. Keyshawn, start us off. Which quarterback has the best overall game, Dak or Jalen? I, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that it's going to be Jalen Hurts. This is not anything against Dak Prescott except the fact that history shows me that Dak Prescott eyeballs get this big in primetime, big-time oh, playoff-type atmospheres and matchups. And so I'm not making it up. History. It, 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 it is what it is. I just feel like Jalen Hurst has shown me in a small sample size compared to Dex Prescott in a bigger sample size that he can handle the pressure that comes to bear. And I haven't seen that necessarily in Dak Prescott. The moment mm. that it, it's, a, it's a big type, I got to win this game, he kind of shrinks a little bit. Now, Maybe, maybe I'm being a little, a little harsh, as Michael Irvin would say, opposed to giving him a real opportunity, a chance. I think he could still play at a certain level and be well. But when I look at the history of this thing, you go and you look at the playoff uh, teams that Jalen Hurts has played against, his winning percentage, he's 500. Dak Prescott is 395. Playoff-type teams, meaning the Dallas Cowboys is a playoff team. Philadelphia is a playoff team. So when I look at that, Dak has struggled against those type of teams. Jalen Hurts is 500. When I look at the interceptions 
in primetime games, even though it's a larger audience and sample size. Dak Prescott has thrown 24 INTs in these type of games to <laughs> 10 for Jalen Hurts. Now, you add more on to it, yeah, that may be the case. But I also look at the fact that Jalen Hurts, in my eyes, has a better trio of wide receivers, okay, at his disposal than Dak Prescott. C.D. Lamb is one guy. We don't know that they're going to do the same things they did against the Rams with C.D. Lamb. Michael Irvin and you are hoping that's the case, that they move him around and put him in positions to make plays. He's got a better tight end. You like Ferguson. Ferguson splash. First five games, y'all hated Ferguson. All of a sudden, two games, you love him. Okay, you were talking well, you didn't about hate him. He's just non-existent. I mean, okay, so non-existent. All right. I'll take the word hate back. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Cooks, you did. Then why we get him? What is for? Michael Gallup. Oh, he's still hurt. Well, we're not saying that about Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. We're just not saying that. Okay, so I just look at him having a better cast. His tight end is solid. He's solid. Ooh, solid. So I think that allows him to have a better game <laughs> overall. Then Dak Prescott. Plus, y'all secondary. I understand you like Bland and, and, and all that. You think he's going to be all right? Yeah. Okay. You got one pass rush specialist. And if they negate him, you ain't got no pass rush. That's wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Right. We got D Law. Right. We got Dorrance Armstrong. We got where, Dante where, where, Fowler. We got yes, that is, that is That is very true. You have them on the roster, mm-hmm. but you haven't been able to find them. Well, we have. Mm-hmm. We they come in waves. Oh, okay. All right. I'm done. So the question is. I'm taking Jalen. Better game. Better game. And, and, and we can better this game on so many levels. Does, do, do, are, are we talking about who has the most yards? Are we talking about so, so who has the most yards? Are, are we talking about who has the better connection with their Robin, which Batman and Robin combination is the better? Are we talking about who wins the game? Which Determines all oh, Michael Irvin. Which determines you gotta, better. You go with I, all. I, I think the categories may split some. Now, and here's what I mean. We've already gave, given who we think is going to win the game. We've already given who we think is going to win the game. Now, when, when it comes down to who's going to have more yards throwing in this game, I think that's going to be Dak Prescott. I agree. I think that's going to be Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. I just told you about the, the common eight, the, about everybody's throwing up now to play. Dak's going to spread the ball around. If you're asking me who's going to have the better Batman and Robin combination, Dak and CD or Jalen in that AB11 from heaven, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts and AB11 because that's been the best weapon, the best situation they've had. You already heard what I think. On the game. But now I will say this. I believe Jalen Hurts and in, in, in AB11 will have the better Batman and Robin combination game. But the Dallas Cowboys must end this streak. It must stop here. It cannot be 125 yards. The streak must stop right here if the Cowboys are going to win this game. Let me ask you this, though, Michael, to follow up with you real quick. You said that that Dak Prescott certainly is going to have more yards. Is that because they're going to be trailing at halftime, before the half, and he's got to throw the ball everywhere? Or at the end of the game, they're going to throw the ball everywhere, and they're going to be playing such catch-up that the yardage is empty yardage? Is that why? 
No, no, no. I did not say that because you've already got my prediction on the game. So you know just, I can't no, back myself like you. that. I would have. Uh, we should have had this conversation then taking the prediction. Then you could ask that question because the reality, what, what, what it actually means when I say Dak will have more yards mm -hmm. is because Dak's going to disperse the ball more. So he'll have uh, more yards. Okay. But, but, but they have to end this streak. You have to break this streak because that's their confidence. No matter what, and when things go wrong, we're throwing it up to AB11 from heaven. You got to stop it, mm. and then you got a shot. Mm. Okay, allow me to say I got nothing but respect for Jalen Hurts, although I did not love it that he left Lil Wayne's agency. Wayne's about to join us here on this set. But when it comes to football, I'm going to give you this. Jalen Hurts has routinely and consistently displayed more grit, more clutch toughness than Dak has. But when I really think hard about Dak, the worst games have all been San Francisco games, the two playoff games and then this year's 42-10 debacle at San Francisco. But within the confines of the NFC East, it's a comfort zone for him. I'm going to give you the numbers again. Dak career is 28 and 7 against the East. And, and in those games, he's had his best games against the Eagles. He's thrown in the within the NFC East 61 touchdown passes to only 19 interceptions. So there's some weird dynamic operating where against division opponents that he knows better, that he's more mm -hmm. comfortable against, he's pretty great. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the numbers he has put up against Philadelphia. I've mentioned the two 2018 games when he went to Philadelphia. It was Carson Wentz, and I never was a Carson Wentz guy. But, man, he was so clutch in that game, throwing for 270. And then he came home, and it was an overtime game. But, whew, he threw for four, almost 500 yards in the overtime game. And then last year, and Keyshawn says, Somehow Philly was home for the holidays. It was Christmas. Were they Eve. not? <laughs> were they not home okay. for holidays? He almost threw for four hundred yards. Not, were they not home for the holidays? I mean, yeah. uh, come, come on, touchdown. Now. Stop. Uh, they, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Jalen didn't play, but he doesn't play safety. He plays quarterback, and it was a torch job against a defense that I still have questions about. I'm still skeptical of the Eagles' defense. I still think it is torchable. See Sam Howell last Sunday. What he, he almost threw for 400 Sam yards Howell. and four touchdowns. Sam so Howell. Howell, Sam. this time I got to go with Dak over Jalen and overall performance. You, you, I'll, I think he'll have a better QBR. I think he'll have a better passer rating. I think he will, as Michael said, throw for more yards in part because Dallas's defense is a little better than Philadelphia's defense. So Jalen's degree of difficulty this time will be a little harder than Dak's degree of difficulty, albeit at Philadelphia. And by the way, the weather's supposed to be pretty nice. Oh, so there's that's not going to be any weather factor. Now, now, uh, let me give, let me how, give a couple, couple, couple categories. See, how do you see Dallas's defense better than Philly? I just, I just do. don't. Pass rush is better. Oh, pass rush it's is just better. A, okay. It just is. Now, and and, we, we're breaking this down. We didn't talk about Dak's ability or lack of thereof to run and Jalen's because Jalen's obviously a better runner. So if you want to measure, when he's healthy, but, but, but when he's healthy, I was going to throw that in. Skip, why why y'all keep he's talking about this man but, but, but healthy, I, I, I want to give I want to give Jalen all his credit. He's yeah. we, we didn't talk about interceptions right now. Jalen's leading in that, and but but the the place where Jalen is, I think, 
uh, also leading. It's, it's, it's leadership. And this yeah. game's going to come down yeah. to needing some leadership because it's going to be a big game and, and everybody's going to be pressed. And, and I think Jalen's above board in leadership. I just wanted to give Philly fans that just so they don't think I'm one-sided. I wanted to okay, make sure I try like to run this thing down. It sounds like you're starting to make a case back for Jalen. No, I know. No, Jalen's going to have, and I say I, I gave Jalen a better game because we're, we're, we're talking about other things, certain things, but I don't think it ultimately is going to come out in the win. But Dallas, again, you got to stop this streak. They cannot come out of this game with AB 11, another 125 yards. Okay, so you're saying if he goes for over 125, we that, lose. That, yeah, that, that's that going to be a hard win. That's going to be a hard win. Oh, you're going to lose if he go for over buck 25, Michael. Well, I, I didn't say that. It's going to be a difficult win because they feel like they, they're in their element. If, if you're giving them that, then that raises their confidence. You do if know. If you're slowing that down, that diminishes their confidence. And I say that diminishes their hope, and hope will dictate their effort. It'll start diminishing their effort, and then we'll step all over them. So you do know he's going to get a buck 25 plus. You understand that, right? He's on a tear, six straight. They're not getting right. ready to slow it down. Well, and, and, and we're going to use this because when, when I told Dow Harris, they're going to bring a multiple different number of coverages towards uh, you don't need Tony to tell. You don't. You don't need the, to. You don't need to tell a, the audience. Well, well they know. They know. They know no, no, no. They know. They know. They know. And Philly knows. They're going to have all kinds of situations to make sure that they try to. You should. You slow might want to keep them secrets. You and Skip. No, no. They know. They know. But, but time out. What if? What if AJ gets 150 yards receiving and Devontae gets 35 yards receiving and they run for 45 yards? You don't think we have a chance to win? I, you, you have a chance to win every time you step on the field, Skip. That's not well, the that's, point. That's not the, 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 the point of the matter is they're a better football team than the Dallas Cowboys. They are not a better They're a better team. football team. I don't think they're team. playing they're, better football. They're 7-1. Whether yeah. they're playing better yeah. football or not, they are 7-1. Again, I must go back to this, and I hate to. They beat the Miami Dolphins that was just put up 70 mm -hmm. on the Denver Broncos. Yep. Rolled, rolled right over mm -hmm. them. Y'all got steamrolled by the San Francisco 49ers. Those are the best two opponents that either team has played thus far, I would say, and I think mm -hmm. you guys would say that as well. Mm. They took care of business. You didn't. You're all giddy and jumping up and down and happy because you squeaked out a win against the Chargers and Brandon Staley, mm -hmm. and then you Tough. caught the Rams that Matthew Stafford hits his, his thumb on a helmet, he leaves, and then you get a backup quarterback with nothing else and as I say to you, I don't diminish anybody from playing in the National when Football he League. Left, but you it don't. Was Thirty-three it, to three. It, it doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. You know that the only person on that defense is Aaron Donald. Oh, funny. Tell me anybody in that secondary. You yes, couldn't name funny. one, and neither could I. Uh, and we covered this sport. Uh, and I ain't gonna diminish people tell. from playing you in the National Football players. League. But you know what I'm saying. You can name uh, players on the Rams. You can name. Well, of course I can. Aaron Donald's out there, and everybody tells me Aaron Donald's better than Reggie White. So I, I don't oh, so know. So now Aaron Donald, survive. now you can tell me Aaron Donald no good. No, I'm no, just Aaron saying. No, Aaron a bad man now. He's a bad man. But the way you said it, the way you said it. I believe he got the deck twice, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So. Right. What Mike? Right, right. So you're so you're right. You're, you're, at one point you said they're playing nobody, and then yeah, the next point Aaron you're Donald, saying the they're secondary, they're throwing the ball all over the lot against the secondary. The guys, come on now, Michael. Jeez. You know you watch that secondary. You watch it just like I do. You watch it just like I do, and you smile when you see that and laugh just like I do. But that's okay. 
Because you're going to be with me Sunday, and we're going to be side by side, and we'll have this conversation. Let me, let, me, let me break this down. Why I say, and I know I heard you, Skip, bring up 150 yards, and it's possible that he can have 150 yards, and they still lose this game. Because what, what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is why I say you have to end this streak. Because right now, if they rushed for 59 yards last week, they're questioning their ability to run. But right now, they say, we know we got A-B. If you slow this down, now they don't have the run, and they don't have a B. Now you have them in a place where they're sputtering, that's sputtering. True. Now, yeah, that's but true. But you've yet so, to show so, that. You've yet to show that, that this season against an offense that matters. You've yet to show it. You allowed Arizona to go down the field like this to the point they just traded their quarterback. Yeah. to Minnesota. Yeah. And then we saw that, that kid what San Francisco did against this dominant defense. Well, you, you know, you, you, Joshua Dobbs has done a pretty good job. Yes. I understand that. He's, yes. he's earned the opportunity to, yes. to get that trade in Minnesota, and I hope it works out for him yes. over there because he really did a pretty good job for Arizona. But he, he, he moved the ball around. He ran a lot when the Arizona game. And that's why Jalen Hurts being hurt. It, 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 it's but you don't know that he's uh, hurt. You don't know that he's hurt. Okay. It's, 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 we, I think everybody knows. But it, it's, it, it plays into Dallas's hands because you're right. A running quarterback hurts Dallas, but hurt being hurt helps Dallas. Mm. Brock Purdy is not a running quarterback. Not bad. But he, he can't no, Brock Purdy can run. Yeah, but he's Brock not Purdy a running run. quarterback. No, no, no. And he hurt Dallas. Yeah. So yeah. now you're getting ready to go up against Jalen Hurts that you guys, you and Skip, continue to keep talking yeah. about his gait, his limp. You guys are studying his movements so much. That's what we do. Michael. That's what we do. Stop everything. Stop it. The man is fine. Mm. The man is fine. How do you know he's fine? Because he's, he's on the field. Play on Sunday. If he's on the field, he's, he's fine. hundred percent. He's on the field, he's fine. He's playing on then Sunday. Stop talk, then, then stop talking about Matthew Stafford thumb thumb. If he's on the field, he's fine. So, so when people, if you're on the field, you're fine. Okay, Don't talk about yeah, I'm never, I'm never. See, see, that's what I'm saying. I won't talk man. about it no more. I'm yeah, done. Okay, I'm okay, done okay. About okay, the okay. Y'all played against a bad team. There you uh, go. Now. Wait, <laughs> now, take that. Wait, Sam Howell threw for 400 yards. Washington beat them last year. They went to the Super Bowl. Washington beat them last year. They went to the Super Bowl. There's something in Washington that knows Philadelphia because they beat them last year and they still went to the Super Bowl. That was a blemish on their record, but they didn't beat them this year. Yet Dak owns the NFC East. He just yeah. does. Right. He does, and he's about to well, own y'all, it y'all, y'all playing the NFC East, you should give him $250 million guaranteed then. Go uh-huh. ahead. Do that. Uh-huh. Well, we already did, basically. Uh, yeah, and you don't no, want to do, 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 do it again, do you? You got that money. Yeah. Do you want to do it again? <laughs> huh, Skip? I do. I do, too. I, I want to give him my, I do. Again, though, Dak Prescott will have the better game on Sunday. That's you, all right. I do, care about. Do you That's all I care about. Do you want to pay, Skip? I don't. But you know how I feel about him. I just feel good about Sunday. That's what we're talking about is Sunday. You feel good about Sunday, but don't want to pay the quarterback that's going to hopefully get y'all a victory on Sunday. But you don't want to pay him. Wait, Skip. You ain't got to make that decision right now. Don't 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 even buy him any of that. Don't don't drown. We we ain't got to make that decision right now. Dak, let's go win this game. We'll talk about all that later. We ain't going to play this with you, Oh, so if he don't win the game, then your decision will be made is what you're telling me. We'll talk about all of it later. We'll Let's go Monday. win this game. And yeah. We ain't got to make those decisions right now. I just want to know, is Keyshawn going to show up Monday? Are you going to be show, here? I show up every single Monday, okay. man. Boy, I, hey, boy, y'all, hey, lock my room and don't let me out when the Cowboys win. <laughs> Do not let me out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Up next, James Harden said what? <laughs> 
James Harden addressed the media for the first time as a clipper, and he had a whole lot to say. Here is some of it. Philly is just, you know, changing my role, knowing I can give more, knowing I can do more. But if you want to be honest, like being on a leash, and I never really, you know, had that opportunity. So, like, I think the game, and I'm a creator on the court, you know what I mean? So if I got a, a, a voice to where I can, hey, coach, I see this, you know, what you think about this, then it's like, oh, okay. Somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a system player. I am a system. Whoa. Okay, Rachel, you were there yesterday for this interview session. Did you like or have a problem with what Harden had to say? It just struck me that what he had to say was such a doubling down and that this Clipper stint is really going to make or break his reputation forever. And that is a crazy thing to say about a guy who is a former MVP, a multiple-time scoring champion, a double-digit all-star. There shouldn't be anything at 34, 35 years old that would make or break his reputation. But the way he doubled down in that press conference, all of those quotes, all of the, it was them, it was not me, he either is going to come into this Clippers team and do what he says he's going to do. He's going to be a good team player. He's going to sacrifice. He's going to be a facilitator. If he does all of that, that will couple with all of those amazing on-court accolades and statistics and make us remember long-term that this was just a six-month blip. However, if he comes in and does what all the naysayers say he's going to do, there is no contending team that is going to want to touch him after this. And we will remember him for this kind of stuff instead of the great career that he has had. So Mm. to me, I'm sitting there in that press conference room thinking, wow, you are turning the stakes up in this Mm. and they couldn't be higher for him right now as a player. You know, I I agree with you 10,000%, Rachel. There's no question about it. If he does exactly what he says he's going to do, then there will be no issues. But if he doesn't, there are going to be people that are skeptical, the Skip Baylesses of the world and things <laughs> of that nature that are going to have problems with him. Mm. There's no question about that. We all know this. But here's what I would say. I've never, ever once, and you cover this stuff, Rachel, and you do too, Skip, have heard a player on his team not want to play with him and dislike him. Yep. That's the number one key. The players, not upper management, the I would, players. I would say star players. Well, 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 star players, yeah. Well, I mean, the guys that's not stars that play with him, at the, at the end, we really don't care about what the dude is saying that's the ninth dude on the bench. <laughs> we, we really honestly don't because they're trying to uh, carry to management. We understand what that is, okay? And I can speak to that personally. Mm-hmm. And what James is saying about hey, they had me on a leash. They just wouldn't let me do certain things. And when I go to them and I suggest things, I'm shooed aside. That happens in professional sports, okay? They don't trust me. But when you got a relationship with a Ty Lue and a Kawhi and a PG and a Westbrook and, a, and you talk, talk to Ty pre, previously to the trade and you have an understanding and he says, yeah, I'm open to your suggestions. That makes you feel a certain way. That's all he's saying. You know, that's all he's saying. And I know Skip likes to point to he he quit his way out of OKC, which he didn't. He quit his way out of Houston, which he didn't. I never said he quit his way out of OKC. They just... 
I, I, I used just, wouldn't pay the luxury tax, and I still don't get it. But go okay, ahead. Okay, they wouldn't pay the luxury yeah. tax. Yeah. Scratch that. Yeah. He quit his way out of Houston. Yes. He quit his way yes. out of Brooklyn. Yes. He quit his way out of Philly. Yep. I don't see it that way, though, Skip. Mm. When you look at Brooklyn, for instance, they play 16 games together, including the playoffs. I'm going to play this night. Well, I can't play this night. I'm going to play this night. Well, I'm hurt. I'm going to miss two months. I don't like it. So at some point, as a player, you say, I got to get out of here. I got to go somewhere that helps me. So he, he, he says, I'm going to go to Philadelphia because I have a relationship with the general manager. Him and that general manager's relationship lasted all of whatever, a year. And then it disintegrated and it went away. And he said something to him about exercising into the, uh, exercising into the contract, doing all that. Didn't work out the way it wanted to. I don't want to be in this building. Move me. The Clippers was the ones that said, I want you because we think we can deal with you and you can help us fill the seats and win championships in L.A. And like Rachel said, if he does everything he says he's going to do, no problem. And if he doesn't, there'll be problems. But I bet you, Skip, he does what he says he's going to do. Mm, which is what? That they're going to make a deep run and he's going to be fine. And sacrifice. I don't want him to win a championship. That's why I said a deep run. Because the Lakers are going to win a championship. (laughs) Of course. By the way, I never hear any players say anything negative about Russell Westbrook either. Yet, I just know that behind closed doors, especially when Russ was a Laker, they did not love playing with that. Because it's hard to live with it and play with it. So, again, it's almost the NBA way that superstars don't talk bad about other superstars. But whatever. Back to what all I, I watched this whole thing yesterday, and <laughs> I, I just kept shaking my head, and I had a couple of laugh out louds because it started to sound like a Saturday Night Live routine to me. It, I was thinking of would Keenan Thompson this Saturday night play James Harden in a skit? Because some of it's pretty funny. I'm not a system player. I am a system. Oh, you, you are. And then talking about I was on a leash in Philadelphia. You were on a leash? You scored 45 in game one against Boston. You scored 42 in game four against Boston. And then when they completely needed to unleash you against Boston in six and seven, you shot one of 11 from three and seven of 27 from the floor. And you no-showed. Was that because you were on a leash? I, I think they were saying, go, James, go. And... We don't have enough show to detail all the epic fails of James Harden in postseason games and series. So that's why I I wouldn't trust him anymore for a deep playoff run unless you tell me he's just going to facilitate. He's going to to just play a role of complete and utter sacrifice where he's going to try to lead the league in assists again with Kawhi and with Paul George and with all the other, just try to make all the pieces fit. But they're not asking him to score 40, though. They're not asked. That's not why he's in Los Angeles, is to score 40. But how is he on a leash in Philadelphia? I I don't get leash. I I think Doc Rivers is one of the greatest human beings in the NBA right now. He is such a good person. Agreed. As a coach, there have been other players besides James Harden who have criticized the way he coaches them. This is not like a new thing to hear in the NBA. That's what he clarified he was talking about. And when he gave that answer about, I'm not a system player, I'm the system, that was actually in response to my question oh. for him. And what his larger point he was trying to say is, I'm not just a plug-and-play guy, 
And he was talking about his creativity and the things that he sees. He's a vet. He's someone who's been around. He has seen almost everything. And he wants a partnership with teammates and a coach who feel that way about him. Now, look, did he have that already in Philly? Joel Embiid came out last night and said, look, I think he was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do. And he, though, to Key's point, still backed up how much he liked playing with him and hoped it could have worked out this season. That being said, he's going into the relationship with Ty Lue saying, we get each other. We understand yes, each other. so important. And Ty Lue is, to me, the combination of the X and O genius and a player's coach in a way that we just don't think, see. Think about and it, Skip. He has greater chance of success. Think about it. I, I'm not here holding pom-poms for James Harden, although it may sound like I am. But I'm one to tell you, if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, I'd be the first to light a match to him. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. But think about this, though, Skip. I had to sit down and I had to have a conversation with you prior to coming over here, okay? We had to yeah. sit down and look at each other in the eyes. Yeah. And guess what we said? said yeah, that, that we, we, we're going to be all right. Yeah. And if, and, and if, if we sat down and we said, yeah, I wouldn't be here. Right. So we got to be on the same page. Okay. And that's the same thing him and Ty Lue. They got to be on the same page. Those players have got to be on the same page, man. That's the only way you're going to have success. Okay, so wait a second. The guy who answered, answered Rachel's question about I, I am a system yeah. is going to sacrifice for the Clippers. I don't, yes. they, they don't go together to me because huh? it's, it's like Russ. Russ believes he's a system also. Russ believes Russ that he's a walking trip. Russ doesn't double. believe that okay. he's a system also. Yeah, he, does. he doesn't. Oh, because if he it. believed he was a system, he wouldn't be playing at the level that he's playing in, and he wouldn't have foot. He wouldn't mean? still be in the league. He wouldn't. Have, wait, he wouldn't. Well, he, he, he making he me laugh. Okay, the, the, he wouldn't have wait, fell wait in line at the level that he's fell in uh, line I with believe the team. The Clippers are the only reason that Russ and James are still in the league. I don't think anybody else wanted either one of those. Well, guys. well, I, I would I would argue against that because they can play basketball. I think they may not this, have championship teams true. wanting them. But they can play basketball. If, so there's a team out there like, that would take a basketball like player that can play. Sideshow basketball? Wh whatever you want to call it, Skip. But this is the point. This is their last shot at being the players yeah. they want to be remembered as being. And I just don't mean right now, this season. I mean legacy. I mean lifetime view of them. Yes. James Harden, if he pays off the enormous check he wrote yesterday about everything he's going to do and whose fault everything in the past was, yeah. he will be remembered for all the amazing things that he accomplished, whether he wins a title or not. If he screws this up, the way people remember him forever is going to be for that other okay, kind okay. of stuff. Rachel, I does, does PG have a, a does, does Paul George have an ego? Not in that way. He okay, doesn't does, need to be does, the number does, one. Does, does Kawhi Leonard have an ego? Well, yeah, but it's it's a unique kind of thing. He but I mean, but is it an ego that I got to be the guy and you better not take the shot and you got to give it to me? Does no, he have? not like that. So... When you have players that are like that, Skip, there's no issue. Okay, Everybody's not trying to be the alpha uh, dog every I'm single still time. Still not sure what check he wrote. He wrote a check, but but to do what? What to fit in? Is that the check that he wrote? I'm to going to fit in. Be a facilitator. To okay. be the right. be coachable. To be the one right. who can sacrifice. To have his usage okay. go down. I mean, look. I think Keyshawn's 100 percent right. You can make cases that what happened in Houston and what happened in Brooklyn, the way he left really turned a lot of people against him, but the fact that he wanted to leave didn't. This is the time where he's got to prove Philadelphia was wrong, not right about him, and it's going to affect him for a very long time. He shouldn't be talking. They just showed that clip. Skip, he shouldn't have been talking to Westbrook in the locker room. That's wrong. They shouldn't get along.
He did say yesterday, by the way, he said, uh, I've known Russ since back in the uh, Boys and Girls Club in Absolutely. L.A. He said our relationship he goes showed, a lot further than basketball. Do you remember how he showed up for his last games in Houston? I would have showed up like that, too. I didn't want your $150 million. I want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Let me go. With, with a little belly showing up? I would have did the same thing. I would have went to Vegas mm -hmm. and partied. I would have did the same thing to get out somewhere I do not want to be. Sorry. I don't you like signed it. up for this. Yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> okay, up next, the GOAT joins us. A real live GOAT. No, I mean the GOAT of his field. I'm talking about Lil Wayne. He joins us to talk, as he always says, cowgirls. Got that Lil Wayne perfume yep. for sale! No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Won't back down, if it's Friday, it must be GOAT time here on Undisputed. Lil Wayne joins us, as always, on Friday, this time to discuss his least favorite team, the one he occasionally refers to as Cowgirls. And my Cowboys either have to play or get to play arch-rival Philadelphia in Philly this Sunday, 425 Eastern on Fox. I've been saying all along, I'm going to say it again, I feel real good about my Cowboys winning this game. But, Wayne, be my guest. Tell me I'm wrong. Skipper. Mm. I like y'all. I like y'all in, in this game. I don't like y'all to win this game, but I, I like y'all like for, for it to be a very close game. Okay. Also I, like, like that. also, I like for y'all to get, I think y'all going to give Philly the biggest test they had this season. All right. And I believe they'll pass that test. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said. They're going to give them a test. It's not going to be a runaway. Jalen, like, nine and no yeah. against winning teams. Yeah, Michael, well, Michael brought that. Michael that brought that. That's, that's incredible since 2020. Yeah, but, that, but it's so amazing how you did that, though. You talk about Jalen's record against winning right, teams right. at nine and oh. Right. And I gave you Dak's record against playoff teams. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. You know, it, it, look, I think Dallas what Dallas is going to go in and they're going to fight. They're not going to quit. Yeah. They're going to fight and they're going to fight all the way I to the end. So. They always are going to fight. But in the end, Philadelphia is too much. They just got too much for you on both sides of the ball. They on just both do. Both sides of the ball? Both sides of the huh. ball. They have too much. They do. They have, they have, they have a tight end. They got receivers. Right. They got a back. Okay. They got they got a kicker. I could just go on and they got a secondary. They got a safety. Both, they just both, picked both up. Both teams got all that. What the, no, the no, issue, no, they don't. The issue no, they don't. is what what Philly had that we haven't seen lately is the great run game. That that's what hurt Dallas, and they have an ability to hurt Dallas if they find it again. If they find it again, that's the best plan of attack to Dallas. So so in that sense, I, I give you that. But if they don't find it because they haven't found it, they only rushed fifty some yards last week. Then, then that means in Dallas's hand. That, you, know, San, just, you know, San Francisco didn't run the ball all that well against Dallas either. If CD, if CD played the way he planned, been playing, mm -hmm. then it's a problem. Right, right. I'm and, talking and, about and CD will after the catch. CD will after the catch. Right, after the catch. But in order for CD to play that way, your head coach have got to put him in the positions well, to play that way. Well, he Cannot line him up. Can't well cutting him cutting him loose doesn't mean you put him in all the spots, Michael. Right. If you line him up in the slot right. where he's been for the majority of his time this year in Dallas, you're now inviting the defense to take your number one right. guy out. No if you're not moving him around in multiple places for the eyes of the defense to find right. him, 
you're going to allow them to take him out. Mm. Right, and they've been doing that lately. They've been moving him around, and, and it is really As helped. lately it's as really the Rams helped. game. Uh, right. The last... <laughs> as lately as the Rams okay. game, Michael. All right. <laughs> so, They've been Wayne, doing it lately. Allow <laughs> me to say, I think I know you well enough to know. I think your head is telling you Dallas is going to win this game. I think all the right factors are going around in your considerable brain Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. But then you get to your heart, and your heart won't allow you because you just don't like them. So you, you can't, well, like you can't right. get over the edge, get over the finish line. And so at the last second, you say, but Philly's going to win. But, but all of your instincts, all, all of your better judgment is oh, saying gosh. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. And that's how you started off the answer to my question until your heart got in the way. And you cannot pick the Cowgirls to win a big game because – it's against your religion, mm. right? That's good friendship, yeah. Skip. That's good just, counseling I'm right there. I'm, I'm good counseling it. right here. I, I love how you could you say in my, head, yeah, in my head. I, I really appreciate that. But that's, good. that's good counseling. I said yeah. I like y'all to give them a test that they haven't had. Okay. But I like them to pass the test. Okay. They ain't passed no test, man. They played one team that was good this year. Well, he's saying Philly will pass the test. And Philly has oh, passed pass every yeah, test. No, I got to give them credit. They took care of Miami at home. And everybody was saying right. how Miami was going to just run up and down the field exactly. and attract me. Exactly. And they took care of business. And, and that's the way. You, you, you got to get Philly credit for that. Like he says, every time they've had a okay. challenge, they met that challenge. They're 7-1 and, and, and one for a reason. Right, yeah. right. So you They're 7-1 and one for a reason, Skip. Okay. You are way overrating and overestimating Philly's defense because <laughs> Dak loves to play against this defense. And I'm going to say it again, just back on Christmas Eve. It's not ancient history. Just the last time he saw Philadelphia – he threw for 347 and three touchdowns, and they hung 40 on that defense. Jalen didn't play, but he doesn't play safety. He plays quarterback. Right. 347. Dak and then, plays well against. Uh, he he, he plays well does. against Philly. Yes. It's, it's, it's kind of like an Aaron Rodgers Chicago type of thing. Okay. Yeah. The fact that you brought that up, Wayne, about Aaron Rodgers Chicago, well, the fact that you just he, brought that up that, about that the Eagles and Dak, here's what I'm going to say. I said kind of like him. Uh-huh. Here's what I'm going to say. The only time that Dak Prescott the, in Philadelphia has been good when Dak's played them is mm. in 17 and 22. They've had double-digit wins. Other than that, those teams have not been good. The 18 team was the, really good. I, I just said double-digit wins yeah. are good to me. Not yeah. eight and eight, not nine and seven. No, no. Okay. I'm talking double-digit right. wins. 17 and 22 is the only time that Dak Prescott has played against the Eagles when they've had double-digit wins, which says to me those are good teams. Okay. I, I'm here to tell you, let's talk now. Mike let's talk, like not, not Mike did like that. I find it amazing. Are you go, you're going to go in yeah. and find yeah. and get that okay. team yeah. when they're good. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. I, I told him earlier, this, this team has two 12, back-to-back 12-win 12 games. 12-win seasons. Yes. And he's saying they're playing nobody. They're playing the NFL. No, no, I didn't say they wasn't playing nobody. What I said is, they struggle against the good teams, Michael. It's a fact. You act like a makings up mob, Skip. 
No, I, I'm not. I'm just. I know what I what <laughs> my right. eye test tells <laughs> me. I, I believe Must Philly be is a, a misleading, slightly overrated seven and one. So this is the Minnesota Vikings of last year, is what you're saying? Mm. No, no, nobody's no, saying that. There. No, no, no. Because oh, it's okay. Kirk Cousins you, you versus it's a, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll take Jalen Hurts. It's a misleading yes, seven and one. So misleading would mean that they because got a great record, they, but they're not but good. They're not great. They have turned their whole offensive philosophy upside down. Right. They're turning into a throwing football team. They, are, they have fallen from first in rushing the football to seventh in rushing the football. They've now flipped the their script. Weeks, they're they're like six, passing six football. spots okay. in seven, eight games. Okay, yep. I got you. Are they but, winning? Yes, they're winning okay, seven and one. But they barely won at Washington as it, somebody named Sam Howe threw for 404 touchdowns. Howe, Sam. Sam. That's what I said. Yeah. How, Sam? How? Well, they How? also lost to the same team yeah. last year. And by the way, Kevin, which was the Kevin blemish on Byard. their record till they saw the Cowboys at the end of the season. But Kevin Byard was there. He played against. Oh, Washington. stop! It was his he first game, man. Stop! Oh, Dude okay. just got there. Okay. He just got there. Well, now I, the bad thing for y'all. This is the second game now. Mm. First oh. game, you got to learn, and you still scared. figuring it out. Right. Second game, am I right, Michael? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Second, third am, am I right, Michael? Second, third, he'll take Say off. it again, louder for me. He'll play better. Okay, thank he you. He will play better. He will play better. He'll feel, he'll feel more comfortable. He's feel better, better around his guys. Because, you know, yes. first time you're trying to fit in and make sure you don't ruffle the feathers. And But but he will play better. What scares you the most in this game, Skip? Nothing. So I, nothing I scares good. you? I told you, I feel mm. good about this. You feel good about it? I trust my quarterback against Philadelphia or any NFC right. East team. Any one of those, I'm good to go because he owns this division the way your guy so used in order, to own your so, so in order for y'all to get to where y'all want to get to, mm -hmm. as Michael said, Las Vegas, Wayne, they're going yeah. to Vegas Paradise, yeah. you'll yeah. perform for him in a whole deal. <laughs> you got to play an NFC East team in the playoffs right. to get there, then, is what you're saying. With Dak Prescott, no. you've got to because that's the only that. NFC team it seems I'll, like that you're comfortable okay. with them playing. I, I'm the biggest the NFC concern. East. The biggest you asked me about this Sunday, right. I'm I'm focused. Right I'm fixated. Right so you only want to stay focused on this Sunday. Yeah. Right. We'll never talk about anything else except this. No, Sunday. No, no, no. We're talking about this Sunday right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so right now, so we're we gonna bring that, no that, other, that, nothing else up. No, you've done a great job of going way back into yesteryear, saying we ain't beat nobody then, and we ain't gonna beat nobody now. So you're the way But today, your co-host next to you agreed with me Today. that you haven't beaten anybody. He agreed with me. We, we beat the people on the schedule. That's all yeah. you can do. Now, now, but, 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 but here's what, what, I, give you, I give you this key. My biggest concern is if they find that running game. And if Dallas, just, if Dallas can't find, I don't know what's going to happen with Tyron San Smith Francisco net, didn't run the ball. Net. He was hurt. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And we're trying to figure far. out, and Tyron, we got to get Tyron Smith, see, see if he's playing or not, we got to get this offensive line. Back intact, some why? kind of way. Jalen Carter and Reddick and all those dudes. Mm. Is that why? Well, yeah, all of that. Yes, absolutely, oh. uh, okay. absolutely. All right, all right. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm talking to you and not Skip because mm. you get it. But he also, Skip you also you need Pollard to, to, to uh, run like I a one. Is you need Pollard to run like a one. We need Pollard. Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. I told him that the other day. My team is more explosive than any team in the NFL on in all three phases because we can pick six you, we can return punts and kickoffs against you. Or we can just take the ball and throw it down the field. We are I, I, we I, explode on teams. No, but this explode. is when you lose me, Skip. Yes. We're gonna get that pick six. You explode. just said to, you Bland. just literally just said they're the most explosive team in the National they Football are, League in all three phases. So you're not gonna wake up and watch mm -hmm. the two teams playing in Germany. You're okay. not even gonna watch I, them. I just said all three, well, all three phases. phases. 
And you, yeah. what we did to the Giants on oh, opening please. night was no. 40 to nothing. No. What we did to Belichick was 38 to 3. No. What we did to Matt Stafford was 40 yeah, to 23. He just that named three teams, three teams that yeah. got a combined six wins. Okay. Great. <laughs> Man, you better but, but, stop, but Michael. Good. It was it, it was not a great. complete win. Uh, all three very sides, good, but all not three great. Yes. You you're not taking pride in that. I know, Michael. Hey, you gotta stop. Right. <laughs> Will you bet me a dinner on this game? I, I get three points though because that's the points. <laughs> you got it. Will you bet me right now? Will you bet me? <laughs> No, because you're afraid. You are afraid of the Dallas Cowboys because you know I'm right. And it's okay. All right, we got to talk some NBA because we got to talk Wimby. His coming out party last night at Phoenix. Is he on his way to being the greatest player ever? Now, Key, key says if, man, if, if a team goes undefeated, if a team goes undefeated, they get ready to talk about some women. of the teams. We ain't talking about That's women. What you're saying. Yeah, 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 right. We ain't talking about women. Enough Fight Dallas no. Cowboys. Let's talk Wimben Yama coming ah. out party last night as they beat Phoenix for the second time at Phoenix in three nights. They blew a 27-point lead, and then all of a sudden, Wimby said, no, not in your house. No, I got this. And he scores 10 of the next 12 points, and they walk away winners once again. Wayne, Rachel Nichols was just making the case here that it's possible he's on a trajectory mm -hmm. to become the greatest player ever, to make us forget our MJ-LeBron debates, mm -hmm. to make us forget about what Shaq used to do once mm -hmm. upon a time with Kobe. Gut feeling, you got a great mind for this. What have you seen so far? Are you seeing that yet? The trajectory, definitely. I don't know about the best player ever, but because, you know, they got... You know the history of it, but as far as the trajectory, that boy is amazing. Mm. And also, the, what I what I notice is he gets better by the game. He does, and he, he also right. and he's very open. Yeah, he's very open about it. He lets you know what was the problem last game. It's no longer a problem. It just <laughs> anything. Uh, what I took away from it was when he said a twenty point lead. He learned he learned that a twenty point lead in the NBA is nothing. Oh, it's nothing. nothing. Mm -hmm. He's he open. Okay. He's letting you know that okay, right. I'm learning these things. You know, it's, and I'm I'm quite sure one more thing he said was. He learned that how efficient and how dominant he has to be in the fourth quarter. <laughs> you know, was, so things is. like to, to pick that up, you know, just he's letting you know I'm learning these mm. things. These are things I didn't, um, they, weren't, they weren't important to me. Yeah. And now they are. And he shows you when something is important, which means it looked like somebody told him you need to get in the paint. That's yeah. Last and night, he finally got in the paint. Yeah, he you need to paint. play with your right. back to the basket. Yes. And I, I saw him do that a, a couple, okay. even on fast breaks. He did. I saw him run straight to the paint right. with his back right. to the goal. And usually he'll, he'll, he'll go spot up on the three-point line. Okay, yeah. so could you ever see him being the greatest player ever? I can. Okay. I can, just because he's the tallest player. He's the tallest player, <laughs> the longest player, yeah. the most skilled long player yeah, ever. Yeah, but you right? got a lot of mountains to climb, starting with MJ. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you got to go MJ. I could just, you know. I'm never going to talk NBA without mentioning the cap first, okay? Right. You got to pass Kareem. That's why I said Then, then, right, Lil Wayne, then you got to catch MJ. Then LeBron, then Kobe, then Shaq. But, but, so it's just a, it's right. just a, it's a heavy burden yeah. to try to cast on a 19-year-old, these 19, 20-year-old yes, kid okay. to say he's going to be the best player to ever play. He may... Be the best skill big. He may be able to shoot the three. May be able to do a whole lot. Yeah. But if he never wins a championship exactly. in doing that, yeah. okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to put him in there. Uh, it's hard to think that he's never going to win a championship. Especially it, with Pop. It, it really. And, and especially with Pop. Well, how long? How point. much longer is Pop and, gonna and, coach? And, and, and Pop, Pop's gonna be there as long as he's gonna be there. Pop, Pop ain't leaving this Although, man. Although once Pop, part Pop, of time, Pop, Pop, Pop's another guy that, that that uses my quote and says Mortimer, we're <laughs> back. When he when he got Wimby, he says Mortimer, I'm back. He used hey, but, that but once upon a time, he said, when Tim Duncan walks uh, out that door, I'm gonna walk yeah. right behind him. Now he's gonna uh, say that. About women. Okay. When women walk out that door, yeah, exactly. Yes. Because when when, when I I get home and that feats calls me, we're talking the producer, right? And we're talking at the end of the football game. Then we flick over. I flip over to the basketball game. He said, "Man, this game going on." I and I watch it. I'm watching it with him. And I, I, as soon as I flick, turn over, they're Uh shooting the jumper. And Wimby's up under the goal, and there's a defender up under the goal with him. I said, "Listen, buddy." I said, "Feats." I, right there, I would have rooted him out just to show him I'm in the NBA now. I'm the man. Yeah. And I said, see, that softness, he's going to have to. They went right back on the other end. And Devin Booker tried to go root him out. He said, no, little man. Now I jumped right up. Oh, oh, he does got that dog in yeah. him. Yeah. And then he took everybody. Dude, they were coming back. He closed the door on every comeback. Mm-hmm. This, he can be the Steph. He can be LeBron. He can be Jordan. He can be Shaq. And he can be Kareem. All of them are them. He could be all of them. That's why he has a chance. Okay, allow me to say, because I'm the biggest Shaq fan, if we took Shaq at his greatest and we project Wimby to his greatest, head-to-head, Shaq still destroys him. To, to me, at their great, at their apex of however great Wimby's going to be versus what, what Shaq was for about those three years, those, that first three-peat with Kobe, I've never seen anything like it. But that was just see, on see, sheer you, physicality. You, you, you went Lakers, Shaq. Yeah. I'm going Orlando, Shaq, when he was young. Y'all saw the problems that that big fellow came over and gave uh, uh, gave Shaq. The tall dude, the dude from China. What's his name? I forgot his name. Yami? Yami. Gave him some issues. Why won't y'all think Wimbley would give him some issues? He's not. He doesn't have the weight Yami has, but he has the height. And just being standing up there. Skill level. Man, y'all mean skyscrapers. Skill level. Skill level. When you Shaq, it was like you got to. Shaq ain't going out there. You always, even you, you always, you always count free throws. I do. You always count. Shaq couldn't shoot. And you know Wimby closing on him. He'll be 75 throws. All left hand. Up next, Dolphins Chiefs wins. We debate. You're right. You're right. He'll be Shaq too with the left Okay, Lil Wayne, Dolphins, Chiefs, who you got? I got them Dolphins. Do you really? Yeah. All right. Over in Germany. All right. Over in Germany. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to go Kansas City 24-22. I'm going to keep it low-scoring game. Wait, is Taylor going to be there? That's what we worried about. We thinking about, I don't know, undefeated with Taylor I, I, now. I'm trying to make this a Sunday. She's Uh-oh. on tour, I think. Uh, how do you know that? I think she's on tour oh, right I now. I don't know where I know. Sunday, oh, though. The world. It's a Sunday. All right, who you got? I got uh, Taylor there and yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if she's there, you take it. Yeah. I'm, betting, I'm a betting man <laughs> she there, though. I'm betting she there. I'm taking 38-35. Miami wins that football game. 
Miami would definitely. And I got the Dolphins, and I got the Cowboys, and that's all that. Nobody, nobody asked you that, man. That was not the question, man. Nobody said nothing about the Cowboys. All right, that is it for you, today's Sunday, Undisputed. Man. You we will up. be Pick back Monday, but I'm not seconds. sure about him at 9:30 Eastern. <laughs> We'll go to the game. I cannot you, wait. You're going to travel Scott with me after great. the game. Go to travel Scott with me after the game. We'll go to the game.